Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. How could you say that to me? There's that fag talk we talked about. <laughs> when I talk, you don't talk. Please do not interrupt. You need to shut the fuck up when grown folks is talking. That's the way a man talks, son. Thank you for listening to Hog Story, where I don't have a nickname based off of uh, any zoological creatures, cryptid or otherwise. I am Fletcher. Where I never needed a nickname, I'm Carolyn Blaney. That, that, that's my that, that's my hot meal. What's up, whore? What's your name? That's my that, that's my hot meal. I showed him my dick, called him a fan. It's super fun. That's looking pretty good. Yeah, baby. Hey, what's up? So are you having fun? A hardcore fun? You're having hardcore fun? And I pre-slice an apple. Oh, you did. That's cool. I did. Just just for the show. Wow. Happy yeah. Monday. Oh yeah. Monday. That's that's how and I it's know it's Monday. Monday. Exactly. Hi it and happy is. Monday. Well, happy Monday to you too. Here in the happy smoker. Happy Monday to you too. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's I like uh, that. April twenty fourth, twenty twenty. So it's still four twenty week. It is just oh. straight forty two shots. Just straight. That's what we're shots. doing here on the on in the hot in the in the smoker right here. Well, yeah, this um, one. Uh, this one I call Hot Fudge Monday. <laughs> Oh, that's right. You know, and in, in honor of uh, the 420 week, well, you know, here um, I'm just gonna gonna get myself one of these here. Is there weed in that can? Oh no! Okay. No, no, this is uh, this is a uh, Molson Dry, the the official beer of Montreal, as far as I'm concerned, and. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, this can makes my hand look very small. Oh, nice! The opposite of the Andre the Giant effect. Yes, I am like a, I'm I'm like a an elf in this world, where oh. I get to have a giant can in my hand. Oh, that means you might um, <clears throat> might want to lay off the weed, huh? And you might want to gargle my ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> no, instead, uh. Get that, son! Are, and are you. What, what are you. What are you drinking? Oh, the envy of Scandinavia, Can- uh, Coors Banquet. <gasps> you know I love Coors Banquet. Yeah. You know got I blood, do. Got weed. <laughs> you know I miss it and they up. They just. They just, uh. Took the carpet from underneath me, and 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 they thought they could pass it off as Coors Original. Now it's Coors Original here. Same oh, yeah, looking can. Yeah. Can't, uh, rude. 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 Smoke um, pot. Uh, but I did see a. Speaking of beer, mm-hmm. did you see this story? Which one? Uh, the Belgium destroys a shipment of. 
sh- of uh, taking issue of the slogan "Champagne of Beer." Belgium takes issue yes. with that. They take issue with it. They they disagreed that Miller High Life is the champagne of beer. It is the official beer of the smoker. Yeah. And it is the champagne of the smoker. And yet, they took issue to it. Why? I, champagne is made in France. It is. It is. And the Belgian customs crushed 2,352 cans of Miller High Life beer earlier this week, reasoning that they were improperly labeled as champagne. Well, I mean, as long as they paid for them first, who cares? That's, yeah, as long as they paid for them. They didn't break in anywhere and, uh, I feel and like steal the, the shipment, beer before. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I feel like the shipment should have, uh, maybe we have uh, some people in the smoker there. From Belgium? Belgium? I doubt it. Yeah. I doubt it. This is the internet. Oh, oh. you're right. How could I forget? (laughs) They they, they could be out there, and they could be enjoying that that many cans of Miller High Life. Truth. That's true. I don't know, though. I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody from Belgium can uh, can call in and confirm whether they whether they are drinking this or not. I I don't know. I, I thought That's it was true. a a cute story, sad story. Really, it's it's beer that could have been drinking, but it's uh, it's fun for us to talk about. And they could uh, call and let us know. They could also uh, call, leave a voicemail because we have a question. Oh, even do. better. We, we have a question. Have a question every week. We yeah. sure do. Tell them what the question is. We want to know what is your go-to conversational topic. So you're say so you're at a party. You're talking up a, a cute girl or a cute boy. Or you can't tell what it is yet. Or you can't tell. Whichever. But they're cute otherwise. Yeah, it's cute otherwise. So Obviously. You you have a go-to topic that you always ask or talk about. So <laughs> that came in, it was a bit low level. I, I told you that. It should be good. Oh, okay. Well anyway. Thanks for the boostagram, whoever sent that. We'll get to those later on in the show. Well thank you. Um I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, what were you saying? Um it was about Oh my gosh. I mean, you're a woman, so nobody <laughs> listens when you talk anyway. <laughs> I mean, right? Right. <laughs> uh, you're. I don't know, the boostergram distracted me too. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Bummer. How could you say that to me? <laughs> How could you say that? Whatever you said. So, I, w- I think I was talking about people talking, having a conversational topic. Yes, yes. So, you're at a party. Oh, yes. You were talking, yes, about the person. Yes. 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 And then you're talking to a cute person. Very cute. In front of you. They're very cute. and Very person. Uh, very person. And you want to talk to them 
and you have a go-to conversational topic. Yeah, yes. What is it that you go to? And you want to give us a call. You want to leave us a voicemail. You maybe you want to picture that cute person in front of you when you call. When you call, because I want I want to hear this emotion, and I want that to be captured in the voicemail. You're Jeff Goldblum. That's right. You know, and then three, two, one, and scene, and then and then after. Sorry, and then after you're done, you could say and scene. I'd like that. Thank you. And we got a jingle for that phone number. Uh, speaking of no. Belgium, um, mm-hmm. there. Oh, that's cool. Where did it? Son of a bitch. Where did it put it? Uh, what? 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 I just had a clip, and then now, now it's not there. Oh. Okay. Um, that's really neat. I wonder where it went. How lame is that? Huh. That is, huh, that indeed. is lame. Um. Can I, can I tell you something while you're looking oh, for please. that? Yeah, tell me um, anything. Well, uh. And everything. Uh, something that, that you can't, now you won't be able to unsee this, uh, uh once I tell you. Okay. Okay, so, so, um. So I've been watching a lot of uh, a lot of TV, a lot of hockey, a lot of XFL. Um, there is uh, there so commercials now. People who are in commercials, you can you can you can confirm this if this is true or not because now I can't unsee it. All of the people that are that are in these commercials are wearing clothing that is the same coloring. As the product that is in the commercial and the logo. Oh, yeah. Yes. Have you seen this? No, no, but I, I, I can't imagine them doing that. Yes. So now that you're now that now that I've mentioned this, next week I want you to tell me if that is correct. If that is something that you're seeing as well. Because it is wild. Now that I that I, I I somebody pointed this out to me the other day. And now I can't unsee it. If, if people who are listening right now, if if you've noticed this, give us a call 430-201-4841. This is an ongoing thing that I want people to call in about. So this is like a supplementary to to the question, but it's like a forever supplementary question for mm, the voicemail. Evergreen supplementary. It's like an evergreen one and then because because it's a it's a long I would say this is one of those long burns. Okay. So I mean you might not notice it initially, and then you say, "Oh, Carolyn Blaney, Hogstory, like you know I don't know what the hell she's talking about," but but you'll see a row of these commercials, and it's the same coloring either as the product itself or the logo. Oftentimes it's the logo. Mm. Um, but uh, there was a Cascade commercial that I saw, and they 
and all these all the people in it were all wearing purple so it's like purple mm. the the color combination was purple and green and they were all wearing purple in the commercial huh well maybe it was the weather because uh you know what to wear the weather has something to do with your choice of clothes there were like four people in maybe purple maybe it was a purple day outside Maybe, but it's just, it's so, how is that? It's such a coincidence. And how many dudes can wear purple? More should. I mean, I like the color. I like purple. It's uh, a good color. You could wear purple. Well, it's a a good color. Like, I was, uh, like in middle school, everybody gets teased in middle school for all sorts of things. So, I'm not really complaining about that. It was just that... um, Around that time in middle school is when uh, we all found out that, like, the color purple, like, that's about, you know, that represents being gay. Like, if you see yeah. a purple triangle, it means that there's gayness around or something. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. I Bless had you. to sneeze this time. <laughs> Isn't that strange, huh? Gesundheit. <laughs> oh, thank you. Gesundheit, yes. Um, but, uh, and so... Being a middle schooler, at first I was like, well, I can't wear purple anymore, I guess. Because I like the colors green and purple. Those two go well together. they do go well together. And I don't advertise for Cascade. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let, don't let anybody tell you. Well, then I got over wear it purple and decided for myself Good. that, you know yeah. what? I'll wear purple regardless. Uh, yeah. Because I know I'm not gay. There, I finally it's, it's found the color. clip. That I was looking for earlier. Oh, you had okay. mentioned Belgium, and I happened yes, I to did. have a clip with uh, about a contest going on in Belgium. Mm. Oh, okay. Can let... we enter? Are we no, allowed to enter? No, it's already done here. Uh, Can somebody I'll... in our in a Bel- Belgium smoker I doubt it. Uh, enter? I don't us know. In? It's already done, so we can't go. It's already into done. The past and it, it, yeah, let me just play the clip, and they'll tell you what all it's right. all about. It's a noise beachgoers recognize, the distinct sound of a screeching seagull. One town in Belgium is hoping to give the noisy bird a better reputation, apparently. So more than 50 contestants took part in the third annual Seagull Screeching Championship. Participants were judged by their ability to sound and move like the large seabird. Take a listen. Oh, my God. That last contestant you just heard there won the crown for best seagull imitator. I cannot imagine being the judges having to listen to Ah. or their neighbors listening to them practice that sound over and over. Oh my goodness. Yeah, really. They have a winner. Uh, Yeah, thanks. Um, I I actually think it was a man that uh, won the contest, though. Really? Yeah. Uh, Did you ISO the guy? That's, that did that? No, I didn't. I should have. Oh, okay. Oh, that's I was, all right. I was right. busy taking ISOs from uh, no. other places. Oh, that's but, that's yeah, surprising. I thought like, it was a woman. Well, it was at first. Okay. Yeah, what were they doing to make those noises? They were clearly imitating seagulls. <laughs> it's in uh, <laughs> Depan, Belgium, where they're doing oh, this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Each was judged by a professional jury. How how can you be a professional? Anyway, 
Uh, they, they were probably awarded- have to go through like a you know rigorous training program. I would hope so, but I doubt it. Uh, they got 15 oh. points for how well they imitated the seagull sound and five points for their behavior. <laughs> it was behavior. a. Uh, I love it. They only it. gave the person's like first name, but the person uh-huh. that won was a 21 year old architecture student uh, from Eindhoven in the uh-huh. Netherlands. Uh, his name was Yarmo. Oh, hello, Yarmo. Yarmo. Okay. We thought, why not get more sympathy for those seagulls because they are part of the coast. There is no coast without seagulls. President Hmm. of the jury and head of communications of the Flanders Marine Institute said. Well, I wonder what that guy's uh, seagull sound is. Do you think it's award-winning also? No, probably not. Uh... Because so, he was not like in the contest, he was just a judge. Yeah, but oh, okay. you're it's right. The like judges teaching. should be able to <laughs> do uh, some of the best impressions themselves. Yeah, they should be like like you know top tier. Um, yeah, it's like you know you can you you know them you know what you hear, right? And then um, if well, and it if gives them the, do the, it, it gives them credit, you know, because yeah. yes. Yeah, it gives you street cred. Street like, cred, seagull street cred. Yeah, yeah. See, if I lost that contest, I would say, well, you know, those they don't know they don't know anything because they weren't in this contest, yep. and they have they weren't champions. They nope. weren't. They didn't get to that level. It's like I'm sure there's there's a lot of training involved. There's you know they have to get a. Do you think they have to get like a vocal? teacher like a like a singing teacher but like i mean you would hope but i I doubt i think you have put way more thought into it than the people that actually put on the contest did i i you know i feel like they have to go out into the forest and then and then meditate and then just yeah they they go to the beach that's where the seagulls are Okay, so maybe they go to the beach. Like they go to a nice beach and then they they meditate at the beach the beach the beach, the beach. I think that would be nice. So then they can understand the air, the water, the waves that are like crashing on, the, like the stupid beach, and then the the waves are crashing on the under the sand. It's it's just like they have to understand the environment and why that they're squeak they're squawking and squeaking. Yeah, I think, you, uh, like, like I said, you've put way more thought into it than they have. I'm, you know, I'm a drama kid. Okay, I'm a drama theater kid. Like That's your prime why. minister. I, you know, he's over. He does overkill. I'm still a theater kid, for sure, and I understand that. So, of course, I'm thinking about it. Oh yeah, well. He thinks about like the costume stuff. He's on that side. He's hanging out in the costume area. That's not very polite. Uh, you know, I'm calling it as I see him, Jay. JT. Uh, and, calling uh, it as I see him. I know. I mean, just just saying. Yes, we're going to ask the police to remove you. <laughs> but, you know, I, I know. When I you're know still he's, here? I'm working really hard uh, making phone calls. 
I know he is. That's the rule. Sorry. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Okay. I, well, I, I, like, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, do like it. I'll, uh, I'll have to isolate some of those, those sounds because um, they were... They're, they're really good. I mean, they're spot on. They were award winning. Beachgoers championship participants uh, were judged by their ability to sound and move like the large seabird. Get on with Take it. a listen. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it doesn't really sound like seagulls. Uh, um, are you sure this wasn't recorded from like. Pornhub? Pornhub or YouPorn? Uh, RedTube or... RedTube or... Any of the uh, other ones? Uh, HeavyR.com? You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know where... What's up, whore? What's your name? That's where that came from. <laughs> it's going to be um, hot. I look forward to it. <laughs> wow. I, I, I look forward to those, uh, those ISOs. I hear uh, they're one of the few animals that actually have sex for pleasure and not just strictly for procreation. So, so they know something, right? Oh my god! Right, right, right. They know. They must. They know must know something. Right? They must know something. Um, know something. I, so I've been watching a lot of sports, a lot of games, a lot of different stuff. Um, so I'm, I I I I like I like XFL, but. Um, Oh, not an NFL? The, XFL is just so cool. It is so cool. Like, it's action-packed. Are there oh. NFL players that also play in the XFL? Yes. There are. Yeah, yeah. And they and everybody who is playing the XFL are so excited to be there. Uh, and do Have you seen any of these NFL players? Yeah, they're like there. You know, they're playing... Cause, cause it's like they, cause it's this season. So it's going to be, so it's the, I think it's next week is the semifinals and then it's going to be the championships the next, next weekend. Um, and what, what's cool about it is you can hear all of the, all of the players. Uh, um, you can, you can hear the, uh, coaches talking on a microphone and the, um, quarterbacks and they have interviews right on the right on the field, too. Um. And it's in the banter of the commentators are fun. Oh, do you um, think it? I mean, I'm going to go ahead and guess that the banter sounds like this. Listen. It is not. It no. is not. But it. But it's a lot of fun. I and and I. I sure am enjoying it. Um, hey, I, I think it's a way Marino better though? product. No, no, I haven't. You haven't seen Dan Marino. No, Dan but, Marino but, should die of gonorrhea and rot in hell. Texas has two teams. They have Why? the San Antonio, and then they have. Um, and then if Houston has a team. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. It, yeah. So it's a it's lot a of fun. It's a big state. So. It's a yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. I, I like it and um It was all at Dan Marino's fault. Everyone knows that. Yeah, Dan Marino wasn't there. You know, he's he he wouldn't have as much fun as the as as all those players and everybody involved. Hmm. And, and you know what? I after watching the XFL, honestly, I can't understand how people can understand football 
watching the NFL because it's so the XFL is so transparent. You know, you see how the plays are are. Th- what like, is what is the hold on? What does the X stand for? Xylophone, xylitol. Uh, e- extreme, extreme football league. Oh, they are football players, so they don't know that starts with an E. It's it's pretty ba- badass. Do you remember when they were, the XFL started? Like I do not. initially? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. I think it was like in the two early two thousands or. Huh. But anyway, I, I remember when they the initially started. Laces out. It was pretty fun. So, so the so the football's got XFL, but then golf now has live golf. Live and, golf, and I got an opportunity to watch that. Um, now, I've I I partake in watching the PGA Tour, uh, the the uh, Augusta National, um, all all the PGA. Uh, all the PGA uh, broadcast. However, so Live Golf is not part of the PGA. No, it's owned by Saudi Arabia. What does Live stand for? Ah, uh, I'm actually not sure. I'll have to look that up. But literally it, inviting virtuosity. Let's go with that. Let's okay. let's go with that. Okay, so, um. Uh, so I was watching it. Um, a lot of golfers from the PGA went over there because they because you know Saudi Arabia's you know they got they got bank. So well, everybody's they an making opportunity to call it XGL, right? That's what I think. XGL, where you could tackle Extreme. other players on the on the green. I you know what? I'm surprised, honestly. I was, you know what? That's going to be the next thing they're they're going to do, and uh, so they were playing in um, uh, Adelaide, uh, Australia, over the weekend. Uh, Bert Kreischer was there. Oh, Adelaide, Australia. So yes, name of so many basic bitches. The name are Adelaide. The, so I so I'm watching this. Um, I'm at my dad's house, and we're watching this, and. Uh, the screen, um, and I only discovered this because I was I was watching TV late or today, and and it, and there was there was a commercial for a Peloton, and the screen, the the screen very much looked like a Peloton commercial. So there's like a a, a row of of uh, to the left there uh, to the left column there was like a row of the teams because uh it's the uh, live golf has got is is based on like different teams and then you have individual golfer scores there's all this color and font going on um they so when people so when golfers are making a shot or a putt they play uns 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 music it's wild that is that's not crazy. something that's crazy but is it being played like out on the course Oh yeah, it's playing out on the course, really? and you got and you got bros in the in the stands, and they're shouting and everything. And uh, there what was they one, shouting like jackass. <laughs> yeah, they pretty much were. They were just like it was. It was crazy. I've I've I never thought it was. It was very bro. It was 
is such bro. Very bro. <laughs> Way to get it on the green, bro. <laughs> nice swing were, there, bro. Love your follow the, through, bro. Oh, uh, and one golfer like he he like sunk this putt in, and everybody was throwing oh. bro, cans of beer to, on the green. Bro, it, they need to do that. The audience like they should have like a lottery where. They pick a person for each hole that gets to throw an obstacle up on the yeah. green while they're trying yeah. to putt. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's that's exactly what they should do. And and the so the pins at each hole, mm -hmm. uh, the flags have giant. I don't know how many points. So let's say it's a hundred and twenty point. Um, like font typography. I I don't remember what the font would be called, but it's it's cartoonish. Hmm. Like the so so you could be. Sans. It's like Comic Sans, and it's in bold, and it's at like a hundred point font, and you could see it on the flag. It's wild. It's it's just uh, like it's um. I can understand why people don't like it. <laughs> Because it's it's a it's a cartoonish version of what golf is supposed to be. <laughs> it's super fun. Uh, I I guess I could see the uh, maybe I don't know maybe if I was <laughs> maybe if I was a little kid probably maybe. like oh this looks cool but I, I guess it's drawing in crowds but uh, I don't know if that's the kind of crowds you want. Because not all golf courses are going to let you do that. There, some places oh, like true. make a make a fuss about your your logos that you're wearing or the fact that you haven't uh, tucked in your shirt. Mm. That's a that's mm -hmm. a big deal. That is a big deal sometimes. Yeah, um, but uh, I, I th I've talked about live golf uh, and I finally got to watch it. Um, and I, I didn't clip anything from Bert Kreischer, uh, but. Uh, but it's out there, and and he uh, he he made a drive while uh, he's got, he was shirtless, as as uh, as you can oh, yeah. imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody yelled out at him. Uh, Clean the poop off our garbage can. That's right. That's that's absolutely what they got Bert Kreischer to do. Clean knickers every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably. That's right. Um. Well, I didn't watch any. Any sports, really? I uh, oh. oh, I did watch um, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Classic. Classic. So, initially, I was under the impression that um, uh, they that they had deleted scenes from Ace Ventura. <clears throat> oh, because I uh, I have a DVD copy of it. Where the movie came out early 90s, 93, maybe? Yes. Yeah, I think 93, yeah. Okay. That sounds about right. And my DVD copy is from 97. Okay. So it's old. It's like got a cardboard cover with the mm -hmm. little plastic like snap close thing. Yeah. And there is a scene, my favorite scene from that movie. Uh, Well, let me just play it because I clipped it. Might as well just let them... Let the movie itself uh, do the presentation. How about that? How about that? Do it. Okay. If I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. No, that's not it. This is it. 
Dolphin Rod. The Dolphin Rod. Snowflake is not available right now. Not available? Roger, been waiting all day. I gotta get a shot of his new trick for the evening news. What? Is he sick? I'll be getting this work done with all the shouting. What's who is the shouting? Who the hell is that? That's a. Heinz gets velvet. I am trainer of dolphins. You want to talk to the dolphin? You talk to me. What happened to the regular trainer? What happened to him? What happened to me? Seven years I'm with Siegfried. We are making the dolphins disappear, and then Roy is coming with the white tiger, and the stuffing in the pants, and I'm gone. Where is Snowflake? Why do you care about the dolphin? Do you know him? Does he call you at home? Do you have a dorsal fin? To train the dolphin, you must think like the dolphin. You must be getting inside the dolphin's head and communicating. I'm saying to Snowflake, and he is saying, and he is up on the tail. And you can quote him. All right. And just everybody's just coach. staring at him like, so, uh, All right, take you folks away. Uh, <laughs> Classic. Go to the conference, go to it. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Yeah. And naturally, with all the uh, dolphin talk that's been going around lately on our, our podcast, on our friends' podcasts, all of our favorite podcasts, um, um, what is the big deal with dolphins? Yeah. You know, they're magical creatures and you can have your own experience with them. But I remembered yeah. that scene from Ace Ventura. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, yes. I and, know it well. And years ago I had bought, because I couldn't find my original DVD, I had bought another one, uh, which was one of those packs, uh, you get like from Walmart or Target that has like two or three movies. This one had, uh, Ace Ventura, it also had When Nature Calls, and then it had uh, this lame-ass like, prequel thing called Ace Ventura Jr., which I never watched. Um, yeah, what was that about? I have no idea. I never watched it. Maybe I should have. Yeah, me too. But uh, in in the Ace Ventura version in that uh, like you know, multi-pack, uh, yeah. it didn't have the dolphin trainer thing. Heinz gets velvet. That was <sighs> not there. And I assumed that walmart had uh had it edit, edited out you know then they do that you know they'll censor uh cds or music and um all sorts of things so i thought that was one of them and i never could figure out what was so offensive about that scene we just heard it there wasn't anything offensive there unless you're what from germany or wherever he is supposedly from heinz gets velvet I am trainer of dolphins. See. He's a trainer of dolphins. Yeah. You want to talk to the dolphin? You talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, I do want to talk to the dolphin. Why do you care about the dolphin? Do you know him? Does he call you at home? Do you have a dorsal fin? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's such a funny, funny scene. It wasn't there, and that really bothered me. I, I couldn't figure out why. That would bother me. I didn't even know that they'd censored this until you mentioned it. Well, that's, they, that's they didn't. It's a huge part of the movie. Well, it's not a huge part, but it, but it's a memorable uh, bit in the movie. Well, uh, fortunately, I'd found my original DVD of it, 
and uh, on the front cover at the bottom and like this yellow action caption it says featuring additional footage not seen theatrically and uh, apparently that scene was not in the theatrical release Oh, but so was added in, in the, uh, for the DVD copy. Oh, yes, and um, I found that. So when they say theatrical, that's that's in the in released the theater. in theaters. Yes, I see. Okay. So for that DVD version, they inserted it, and it was originally a a, a scene deleted for theaters. Uh, I guessing because of time constraints, maybe because there's nothing offensive about that scene unless you're a dolphin to train the dolphin you must think like the dolphin you must be getting inside the dolphin's head and communicating yeah yeah i guess uh i don't know why they would have other than time perhaps yeah i guess i guess you can quote him i mean how long is that clip it's like 35 seconds it was a Maybe. minute 33 oh okay and I'm not sure what other scenes were added, but uh, it's good to know it wasn't deleted because anybody just said, you got to delete that scene. I'm offended. I never did see My it grandpa's name was uh, Heinz Gitzvelvet. Heinz Gitzvelvet! I am trainer of dolphins! Yeah. Or maybe Siegfried and Roy, because he talked about how, like, what happened he to did. him, what happened to me. I was working with Roy, and then in came Siegfried with the white tiger and the stuffing of the pants, and now I'm gone. Yeah, see, um, you know, Siegfried and Roy probably had a lot of pull at that time in the yeah, 90s. Well, they actually didn't. So that's good to know. Um, it's good to know. That was just a little bit of that. I watched that movie and it's it's still hilarious. The Just the, the way Jim Carrey moves uh, when he's walking around. He walks like a cocky bird, uh, like jerky head movements and stuff as he's looking yeah. around. Yeah, he does. And there's a scene when he's um, investigating uh, uh, this this guy. He's super rich, and so he he buys oh, yeah. a lot of rare fish. And so he seems like a candidate for a person that would steal a dolphin. Um, and he's doing that whole uh, like Mission Impossible thing where he's like trying to get into the door when he could just easily walk into it, you know. Um, the only thing I guess that would be offensive about that movie, offensive nowadays, is uh, the twist of an ending when they uh, yeah the whole when they ending reveal then. that uh, yeah Finkel is Einhorn, Einhorn is Finkel, Finkel is Einhorn, yeah. yeah, and then he he takes a shower, you know, burns all his clothes and takes a shower and is like crying in the shower <laughs> while uh, George Michael's singing the crying game. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which turns out that's where they got the inspiration for that ending was mm. the movie The Crying Game. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. And so they decided to change it and have it to where uh, Ray Finkel had disguised himself as a woman in order to get revenge against Dan Marino and the Miami Dolphins. Uh, because that wasn't the original one. And so... I was seeing stuff about people saying it was transphobic and they couldn't do it today. Well, there was no phobia involved. I mean, if there was any phobia, anything you could say would be a phobia. It'd be the the fear of being deceived. 
because yes. Finkel yes, didn't make it big... known that he was mm-hmm. trans or whatever, or a cross-dresser, which would be more apt of a description. Yeah. No, he, That's he passed himself off as, as Einhorn yeah. um, instead. So, yeah, all the guys that had made out with Einhorn, including the dolphin, were like, yeah. blah, 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 like, you know, mm-hmm. trying to scrape their tongues clean and were in disgust. But that's because they were deceived. By Finkel. Yes. And, yes. Uh, 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 and actually, I don't I think, think I, anybody I, wants to be deceived. No, no. I, I clipped the uh, the offending, um, the offending ending here. Let's play that. Oh, good. Ladies and gentlemen, my esteemed colleague, Mr. Marino, has just brought some new evidence to my attention. Now, history has certainly shown that even the most intuitive criminal investigator can be wrong from time to time. But if I am mistaken, if the lieutenant is indeed a woman, as she claims to be, then my friend... She is suffering from the worst case of hemorrhoids I have ever seen! That's why Roger Pedactor is dead! He found Captain Winky! Oh, and they start playing that song again. <laughs> Captain that's, Winky! That's George Michael? Yeah. He's got a beautiful voice. Or he had a beautiful he had a, voice. Yeah, he doesn't have much of one now. I know. I, I think know. his larynx has long since decomposed. But, uh, yeah, I guess the only offending thing uh, that trans people could find, or or uh, maybe not even the trans people, but their advocates, would be that uh, if, if, you know, she's really a woman as she claims to be, and that's apparently all they have to do is just claim to be a woman, and therefore they are, which is ridiculous. Anybody claim, yeah, but then, but then not tell, the, tell everyone publicly... Yeah, what you got to tell really people. Are. Nobody likes to be deceived, like, at all. Um, so, that's... Anyway. Yeah, that's the one thing that people still bitch about that movie, is is the ending. And you could see that the, the guy, well, the character, had uh, their penis and balls, like, tucked between their legs and around the back. And that was the, quote, worst ha- case of hemorrhoids he had ever seen. Yes, yes. Um, Captain Winky there. I'd, and, of course, everybody had made out with Einhorn at one point or another, including the dolphin. And Dan Oh, Marino. no, not the dolphin. Yeah, well, you know, we all know about Dan Marino. Dan Marino should die of gonorrhea and rot in hell. Wow. There was another well, funny scene in that movie that always stuck with me, and it's it just shows how funny and, and physical Jim Carrey is with his comedy. Yes, yes. Was the scene when he's wearing the pink tutu and they're going to look in the uh, mental institution that Finkel was in and he's trying to convince them that he has, uh, you know, a debilitating mental illness. And so he's in that tutu and he's like reliving his football days and um, does that whole bit like, I'm going to execute a button pass on three and does it in super slow-mo. Does that whole thing, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, where he says this right at the beginning. I'm ready to go in, coach. Just give me a chance. I know there's a lot riding on it, but it's all psychological. I've just got to stay in a positive frame of mind. <laughs> and then does 
I'm going to execute a button pass super slow-mo and does it with the doctor just standing there looking at him all crazy. <laughs> but he does it so well, like catching an he invisible does. football and then like hitting himself <laughs> on the doctor's shoulder. Yes. And then he says this. <laughs> well, I think. Let's see that in an instant replay. Instant replay. <laughs> <laughs> it was all in reverse and it's yes. fucking great that was fucking great yeah he did i don't care reverse. if jim carrey's like kind of kooky or crazy now with shit he says uh, and mm-hmm. uh yeah he does like serious dramatic roles um but shit like that is what made me like him from the beginning like uh and that uh fire marshal character he did on uh in living color in living color yeah yeah yeah, yeah. fire fire marshal bill oh, oh yeah. fire marshal bill yes oh yeah <laughs> and th- and then he played um uh he did play a uh, oh he did play a woman female yeah yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, played that, that weightlifter and the pigtails <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah Oh, that was great. His his yeah. physical comedy is just great. And that the way he yeah. had his his lips like stuck to his teeth for Fire Marshal Bill to make it look like he had suffered burns. Yes, on his, on his lips. Yeah. yeah, and his face. Oh yeah. 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 Um Jim Carrey, he uh, hails from uh, a town south of me called uh, Newmarket, Ontario. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's a bigger it's a bigger town than here. So uh They've got a mall, so I'll I'll go down to to Newmarket. Shout out Newmarket. Shout out to Newmarket. Well, yeah, um, that's pretty much it. I was just excited to find that movie and watch it again and laugh. Like I'm glad laughing to myself because I forgot of all the physical the physical shit. And then he when he's lo- looking around in that guy's uh, fish tank because he thinks there's a dolphin in there. Yeah. Turns yeah. out there's a shark in there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a shark. And then he comes back out of the bathroom. His clothes are all tore up and soaking wet. He's like, don't go in there. (laughs) Don't go in. That's great. Yeah. I mean, just just all of those. those I don't know. I'm sure you did this, but like me and my siblings would uh, quote that movie like all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Let's see that again. In an instant replay. replay. It's just the backward talking, like the mimicking talking. how it would sound backward. <laughs> I know. It's, and that oh, whole thing so he good. does when uh, they find the storeroom and yes. he's like, half time, splashes water on his face and then just slams his head down. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> but my favorite bit was the Heinz gets velvet. Yes, you want to I talk love to that. Dolphin, you talk to me. You want to talk to the dolphin? You talk to me. I love you that. To train the dolphin, you must think like the dolphin. You must be getting inside the dolphin's head and communicating. Yes, I'm and communicating. And you can quote him. <laughs> I would always go around saying that kind of thing. Awesome. I'm talking to the dolphin. And he's going, okay, okay, okay. 
And he says, okay. <laughs> it's up on the tail. And you can quote him. Oh, that's so good. And everybody oh, looked great. at me like I was nuts, you know. The engine's running, but uh, there's nobody behind the wheel. <laughs> That's because they didn't, they weren't cool and they didn't watch the, they didn't they watch no Ace Ventura. Yeah. Their parents did not let them watch Ace Ventura. But That's it is important it to have a positive mind frame. <laughs> I'm ready to go in, coach. Just give me a chance. I know there's a lot riding on it, but it's all psychological. Just gotta stay in a positive frame of mind. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you want to listen to a voicemail? We could do I that. do. I, I, I wanted to mention, because oh, we were okay. talking with Jim Carrey. Um, yeah. Did you see the the second Dumb and Dumber movie? Like, the real second Dumb and Dumber movie? Oh, not the... Uh, yes. Yes, I did. You did? Okay. Okay. That whole uh, bit at the beginning? I And they were... I it Okay, so this movie's been out for a long time, so... Mm. I think I can say, I don't think I can say that it, I, well, no, you know, I can, I can spoil it. Yeah. I can spoil it. So, so they started in a mental institution. Right. And they've been in there for 20 years. Jim Carrey had been at at least. Yeah, at least. And I thought that was the funniest thing Or Lloyd Christmas, I should say. Lloyd Christmas. So you're saying there's a chance. I think that was... John, can you can you tell me that that was that was probably my favorite? That was the best uh, se- uh, sequel. Like it was better it than I thought a, it would be. You know, it tied up a lot of stuff, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it did. And like, uh, there, there's a lot of sequels out there that don't tie up anything. And. Oh yeah, they got. They seem like they have nothing to do with the the first one. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But Did this you know one uh, t- the took lady? A lot of stuff. The lady that played Mary Swanson in uh, yes in the first Dumb and Dumber. She yes. Auditioned for the role that Courtney Cox got on Ace Ventura. Oh, as a love okay. interest. Yeah. Yeah, she auditioned for that, and yeah. they they liked her take on it. Yeah. And then when they go to ask her if she wants to do it, she turns it down. Oh, that's interesting. And was interesting. kicking herself in the ass, but she finally got to uh, be in a movie with Jim Carrey. Uh, oh, with okay. Dumb and Dumber. I and think they, she ma- they, they were they were married. married. Yeah, they for were like married, a year. right? Yeah, just oh, over a year okay. or something. Mm. Courtney Cox mm. said she even developed a crush on Jim Carrey during uh, Ace Ventura. Oh, mm-hmm. but nothing came of it because mm. he was married to the other lady. Oh, mm. let's see, let's see. But um, yeah. Why don't we listen to? Uh, well, hit me with the voicemail. Maybe I will. You know, it's Monday. Skills are not important. Do you think it's pretty easy to talk over the phone? It is. Trust me, people would love talking to you. They would. Me. You specifically. <gasps> Joe Biden what? said, come, and most of them come with a phone number. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They do. And uh, we'll see what people have said to us. Hmm. How about that? Let's hear it. Oh, hi, Carolyn and Fletcher. Oh, yeah. hi. hello. Christopher. Christopher. Hi. Hi, Christopher Battles. Yeah, yeah. just like a war. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So have you guys heard of uh, No Agenda? 
I have, yes, yeah. yes, once or twice, yes, absolutely. Yeah, you should listen to Nojana. Oh, then, I you should. Know, yeah, okay. story behind yeah. the schemes, ball uh-huh. after ball, oh. the Lotus oh, Effect, yeah. random oh, thoughts, yeah. right AI dot cooking, oh. uh, rare encounter, you know, angry tech news, anger management, or whatever you know, Nick some sort of anger show and some unrelevant show, and, Nick the Rat. and all the just. I just like kind of like you just spat off all the. No one in media offense. Atmosphere shows. That's, Nick that's the Rat? Culture War Radio? So, yeah. I mean, of course. Why wouldn't you? You know, promoting. It's I what mean, life is about, right? No, it's, um, it's Rare Encounter and. But, uh, nah, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know what you're talking usually about. Usually the yeah. default uh, stuff like, you know, hey, what do you do for work? And, you know, and kind of vibe out if it's interesting or not, sort of thing. Or if it's like something they like to talk about or, you know, if it's, if, if it's a job they enjoy, sort of deal. Because that's always like a cool thing with like what people truly enjoy their jobs and, and whatnot and uh so yeah usually, usually just something like that or you know things usually. where they live or or whatnot so what? i feel like the the stereotypical stuff is what it uh what it comes down to what about monotypical so, but you know yeah but i've thought about it kind of recently like even this question, even the question was just kind of like made me think like, ah, you know, how do I, how do I, uh, you know, default conversation yeah. topic sort of thing. And, uh, do you start with a cacao? Positive direction, if you will, because I had the tendency to, uh, to, uh, take the marble downhill, I guess, sort of, mm-hmm. sort of speak. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, try to keep it uh, positive and whatnot. So, positive. You know, not get into politics I like or that like French. That with, uh, just total strangers. For sure. It's bringing kind of French general, to yeah. us. Love so. it. All right. Well, that be that. Happy Monday. And it's a Monday, oh, hey. guys. Yes. Monday. Monday. Uh, what was the highlight from your weekend? And while oh, you're thinking about the highlight, Monday. you know, you could always, yeah, you know it. You could always just give a little caca. Caca. Is he getting attacked? Oh, we love to hear from you, Christopher Bells. Thank you for your voicemail. I, I was, frankly, I was anticipating his voicemail, Christopher Bells' voicemail. Yeah. Um, like I was mentioning earlier in the show, I was, we were watching XFL. And, uh, the, the game was, uh, the Orlando Guardians versus the St. Louis Battlehawks. Battle Hawks. Now, Orlando yes. missed a clear opportunity to call themselves the Orlando Blooms. You know what? I know. I know. Mm, they could have done that. And um, uh, it, they they lost to St. Louis. Because uh, of their name. Because of their name. And uh, there were, there is a, there's a lot of signs because they were playing a home game, uh, the St. Louis uh, Battlehawks. They were playing home game. A lot of signs that said "Kaka." Really? Yes. That's there was this one one young lady. She had she had a uh, a sign that said uh, "88." There was a there was a player uh, number eighty eight, and then it said "Kaka." That's great. It was it was wonderful, and all and I thought you know, Christopher Battles, this is probably his favorite XFL team. It has to be. There's no way it's not. 
because it i mean they're they're an excellent team i would i would love to see st louis um battle hawks up against the dc defenders that would be fun it'd be good to, but we have we haven't gotten to that point yet it's the semifinals um next weekend and then the weekend after it's going to be the the championships so uh but they said kaka and now i need to know about about christopher battles and his opinion on xfl i i just there's a lot of questions i have now now that i saw that sign that young lady was hanging holding on to this sign that said kaka and there were other people saying kaka as well i thought you were going to lead that into uh one of these articles you sent me a link to. Oh, you know, that would be, that would have been fun. That, that would have been a good uh, opportunity. Now, now what, uh, I, I, I sent you a, f- a number. Well, of them. you mentioned that he, uh, he said some French. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, I did. Yes. There, That's there's some, some French, uh, conversations that that we can that we can get into. Oh well, why Absolutely. don't we do that then? Uh, we should have this right here then. Time now for a hog story. Cold read. You know, I should have done this earlier, so I'll do it now just so it's not okay to make it proper. This was sure. Just imagine this got inserted back with the Ace Ventura talk. Now for movie reviews with Hog Story. I want to say thanks to Billy Bones for uh, that cool movie reviews jingle and the uh, cold read where he's dropping some ice into a glass. Billy Bones, host of A Walk Through the Mind, another great podcast. That's right. And our network of uh, friends around here that we should Mm -hmm. uh, tell people to listen to. And you should indeed listen to it. Okay, yeah, that's right. let's see. I can see this uh this uh French conversations thing. Yes, yes. Uh, so there's English and there's French. I mean, I could read the French if you want. Yeah, cuz I can't read French. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. So I'll do how about I do number 30? Okay. The English let's and you do. can do the French. Okay. Uh, what do you intend to do tonight? Uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, one at a time, I suppose. What do you intend to do tonight? Que penez vous faire ce soir? I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Je n'ai pas. Je ne l'ai pas encore décidé. What would you like to... What would you like to have... Uh, would you like to have dinner with us? Voulez-vous diner avec nous? I'd be glad to. Très bonheur. I'm going to pretend I understood that. <laughs> oh, here's one. Passe de salt. Passe moi le sol, celui voit poulette. Non. Plat. Uh, here, help yourself to the gravy, will you? Voila. Servez-vous de la sauce de foie en pré? Oui. For dessert, 
we have vanilla ice cream. Comme un dessert, nous, nous avons de la glace à la vanille. Non. Sounds so much fancier. Oh, I have to borrow it to look at other pages. Lame? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here's one. It's, uh, it's delicious. Oh, what? Uh, it's on uh, number three on Saturday. Oh, oh, 31? See? I mean, we. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's delicious is what I said. Oh, okay. Mais c'est delicious. Delish. Del- delicious? Delicious. I, I it's need got to the E A U X, so I'm yeah, guessing this yeah. delicio. Have you hadn't you tasted it before? Vous ne avant jamais go de ça? Well there you go. Uh still can't understand French or read it. But thanks, that's pretty cool. Yeah, this a lot of this seems uh like in uh, Parisian French too. But oh. also, maybe uh, maybe I need to read more French. Also, Same-sies. I mean, a lot of it's it's a. Uh, um, I I. The last examination that I had uh, that was, um, I could read it. Um, writing it is very difficult um, because of the grammar and um, uh, speaking it. I can speak it. Um, so reading, speaking, writing is difficult. Hmm. And I and I uh, need to practice uh, writing it. Real French tonguing is when you tongue from between your lips. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What about this? Where my shot? That means where's my cat? You know. Yeah. Where's my cat? You know. Yeah. Don't you know? Yeah. Um, don't you know? I'll have something, but I need to listen to a voicemail while I go get it. Oh, okay. So why don't we do that? Why don't I I play you a voicemail? Oh, hit me with a voicemail. Oh, maybe I will. Wham! Yeah! Call it direct. Call it collect. But But call it today. Call it today. Hello, everyone. Hello. I am Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. (gasps) You are? Whoa. Jeff Goldblum is Vox. Whoa, Vox hey, Vox. Jeff Goldblum. Oh, hey, Jeff now Goldblum. That we have that sorted out. Yes. My go-to favorite conversational topic is obviously the fucking weather, because I travel all over the place, and I get to bitch about the weather wherever I go. It's fantastic. Um... If I get beyond the weather, I love to discuss herbalism if anybody is interested, which mostly they aren't. They mostly want to, you know, just eat at McDonald's and have Twinkies and shit. But I will discuss herbalism and nutrition and stuff with people uh, if we get there. And if we can even go beyond that, it's about independent media and value for value. That is my... my um, what do you call it? This is a thing that I wave a flag about. It's my cause. That's it. It's my cause. V for V. So go hogs. Love y'all. In the smoker. Ah! Well, in the smoker box. Well, thank you so much for that. 
I I wish I could do that. I I mean, I I can I can hang and like you know talking to people. Um, I I'm a I'm kind of shy. You think you think like yeah, what? Carolyn Blaine is she would not be shy. Why is she shy? What are you and shy? I'm about? not a. I don't know. I I guess I just. I guess I'm kind of waiting for my, like, my cue. I'm waiting for her to say, like, the right thing or the cool thing, you know? And then, uh, um, so, so I'm, so I, I like to listen. I, I'm, I'm kind of a people watcher. And then, and then that's when I, then that's when I, I hear, I hear the right time. And then I say the thing. That's in my mind. It's usually the funniest thing I could possibly think of. Usually. Usually. Unless it's the most serious thing I could think of, which is which also could quite possibly be the funniest thing I think of. It could be both. It could be both. It could be serious also. Well, your uh, your little book on um, French. Yes. Reminded me of a record I have. Oh, Okay. It's a I record like called Instant German. Instant German? Instant German. And, uh, I mean, it doesn't seem too instant, too instant because it comes with two discs. Oh. But if you would like, we could listen to a little bit of this German lesson. You know, I, I've been meaning to go to Hamburg. Yeah. And go, go, go to beautiful Hamburg. And hang out in the beautiful, beautiful clubs, listening to craft work and bar house. Uh, it sounds like you're ready for the lesson. I'm ready for the lesson. Let's just, uh, let's see. Any day now. Hello. I am Reed Harris, who worked with Lewis Robbins to develop this new and faster way to learn. Now I'm going to help you learn German by giving you instructions and some of the English words and phrases. With me to give you the best up-to-date German pronunciation is a man who is known to millions who have heard him broadcast from Berlin, Washington, and New York, Mr. George Siegert. Guten Tag. I will be your German teacher on records. And oh, good and The very first thing I want you to know is that learning German pronunciation will be quite easy for you. Yes, easy. If yes. you follow <gasps> the it? instructions exactly. Only if. So let's get started by looking at pronunciation lesson one in oh. your manual. Okay. 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 Oh, I have Notice the manual. on the left Wait. side of the page. Let me just stop it there. Okay. I, uh, I did put a picture in the chat, and they'll also. Oh, you did. Notes. Okay. Let's let's have a. Let's it was have a look. Uh, the cover of the uh, album. Oh, okay. Instant German. Yeah. Uh, Reed Harris, uh, George Sigart, the most. F- so I have to. Uh, I'm, I'm on the dial-up, you know. Oh, and, uh, oh right. Yeah. Beeper, beeper. <laughs> let's see. I'll. Uh, Oh, I'll beautiful include a couple Tristan. of pictures from the manual they were discussing there. Frankfurt. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Get these four pictures selected and uploaded. And uh, I'll let it continue. 
comes a list of 25 numbers. Each oh. number is followed by a single letter or combination of letters. Here's all you do. First, look at the letters next to number one. Okay. As soon as I have finished speaking, there will be a pause on the record. During that pause, you are to guess how the letters are pronounced in German. Okay. Make your guess out loud and don't worry about making a mistake. Okay. All right? Pronounce right. the letter next to number one. Okay. Okay. I, uh, I turned off the record and uh, the pictures are there. Okay, so... Um, the last picture will probably be the, the lesson thing he's talking about. Okay. Oh, oh, you posted them. Okay. They're in the chat room. Yes. Okay. Oh, Here that's are. a blurry picture, but uh, you get it. Okay, record one side, one bands, one to six, contains six pronunciations. That's not what I was... The last picture is the one with the book. Oh, the, the last lesson. picture. Oh, okay, okay. And I apologize okay. for the shakiness, but you know. Okay. Doing this all in real time. Just him. Just him. No, that's uh, lesson three. About you see oh, that's lesson a, one over on the top le left. Oh, okay. I'm I'm jumping the gun here. Yeah. Was. 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 Now that you have tried to pronounce the letters in German. Okay. Mr. Siegert will give you the correct pronunciation so that you can see whether or not your guess was correct. Okay. All right. Here it All is. Right. Was. Ah, see. Was. Right. If was. your guess oh, was correct, do nothing. If your okay. pronunciation was not correct, place an X in the scoring column next to the letter. Oh, no. Throughout oh, the various lessons in Chapter 1, each time a number is announced, there will be a pause of about two seconds. Yeah, okay. Let me just skip okay. ahead here. Needle drop. Random place. Okay. Okay, random place. Ooh. 17. Ooh. Oh. 17. Okay. Okay. Wilst. Oh, yeah. They're going by very quickly on this, too. Langsam. Langsam. 19. I'll um. skip to another lesson totally. Um. 20. Ja. Bitten. bitten. Oh, bitten. Okay. Bitten. 21. Well, that's exciting. So it's instant German. Do you know how to speak German yet? Um, ich bin ein Carolyn. Fräulein Carolyn. Wunderbar. <laughs> You want to talk to Dolphin? You want to talk to me? You want to talk to me? Fraulein Carolyn. Trainer Dolphins. How do you say, uh. Laces out. In German. Oh, you want to take the laces out? The no. beautiful laces out. I'm going to take my cigarette out oh. for, for a, for a walk French. as well. Oh, the, you know. It's where it's you know it's the second language I've been been definitely having to learn. Mm. I think the way you pronounce it is. Uh... Yep, that's right. It's true. It is, and that's a lot of dolphin talk. And um, but I'm not but saying I'm glad there's dolphin I, I talk know. on the boostergrams, but if you want to find out, you could send us a boostergram. Yep, I mean, I I do know Ikban and. Fraulein Carolyn. Do you know what this next voicemail says? 
I don't, but hit me with a voicemail. Oh. Yeah. You're hurting me. Yeah. My question is a different question than the question. Uh-oh. Your question is a different a better question. question in my case would be. Okay. What is my go-to technique for avoiding a conversation in its entirety? <laughs> I love it. Yes. I should have a good okay. answer to that. Okay. Because I'm really good at it. Nice. But somehow. Uh-huh. It is escaping my uh, conscious attention. Okay. Is that how you do it? Hmm. Whoa. Okay. I like this caller. I like what he's doing. And I think... Let's see that in an instant replay. Instant replay. But I think caller's got a good point. Sometimes yeah. I'm stifled. Like today, I felt... All day today, I felt like like I had a sock, rolled up sock in my mouth, and I couldn't speak the whole day. Oh, man, today I felt, uh... I feel so fresh today. See, that's good. That's good. And, and I'm glad you didn't have that not-so-fresh feeling. Oh, no. I had, uh, uh, no, I, I didn't. Uh, no, I, had, I walked outside, and I was like... Oh, wow. It feels so fresh today. I'm glad. Yeah. It's a wondrous place. No, it's, that's a wondrous place. Well, too bad he couldn't remember the um, the way in which to avoid the the conversation. I think a way to get people to just I think not he talk did it. to you I is... Think, I think oh, he you're just right. did it. You know, it was a joke and it went did. right over my head. It's pretty good. I, it was smart. I love it. I was thinking um, a way to I, get people to just walk away from you would be to say... Uh, the earth looks lovely and charming. Oh, you could do that. Um... I, I've, uh, I, I don't know. Like, I, I guess people want to talk to me, but then I'm also shy. And mm. then I don't, and then, uh, I, I'm, I'm good at saying a few words and then letting other people speak. And then oh, and I'm then when listening. You run out of words, it's like, yeah. And then I run out of words and I have a sock in my mouth. And it's like, Arr. but then, um, but then sometimes, sometimes I, I have a zinger. I have a good, good one. Talking to, to me? Say. Yeah, it's, a, it's I sometimes I say good stuff. Which is fun. If you could only do that on the show. If only I could do hey it on the show. I know. I know. That's I know. what I'm talking about. It's what, it's what you're talking about. How about another voicemail? We got a lot. I'm glad. You know, a lot of people are good at conversations and I'm I just uh, roll roll up on people and How have them talk to me. Up? Sorry, I played that over you. I interrupted. I'm bad. I'm rude. No, I. You know, I. They. I just roll up on people, and then they talk to me, and then that's a. That's how that goes. Then I say something, and they're just laughing. Then they want to talk to me more. Even more. Even more, and then I don't. Um. Yeah, I. I wish I had more topics. You might want to ask them, uh... Hey, what's up? So, are you having fun? A hardcore fun? I'm gonna have to ask people about their hardcore fun. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, maybe they'll tell us in this voicemail. Oh, yes, yeah. Maybe they will. Let me hit you with that. Maybe they will. Oh, hit me with the voicemail! <laughs> You're Jeff Goldblum. Yes, you are. 
If it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd been married long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Hmm. Oh. There's a possibility that the color maybe must be hard on hearing. Or, I don't. Uh, or maybe doesn't understand the language really well. That is like personal Jesus. Is it personal Jesus? Play that again. Okay, so so this is cold acid. Well, you don't and, know that. And they did leave a follow-up, so. Oh, good. Uh, okay, good. Jumping the shark. Gun? Gun shark. Sharks with guns. <laughs> shark gun? Yes. Yes. Let's. Uh, oh, master and servant. List, John. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yes, the song "Master and Servant" by Depeche Mode. Do you know that song, "Master and Servant"? No. Master and servant. No, I'm not suicidal. I don't listen to Depeche Mode. Depressed. Oh, mode. okay. You do you so. not have eyeliner? Mm-mm. Not anymore. I haven't been in theater in a long time. Oh. Plus, okay. like. I hated people putting shit near my eyes, including eyeliner. I would avoid it at all costs. You're hurting me! Say things like that. Everybody would put eyeliner on me. It's just like, Carolyn, open your eyelid. And they just pull down my my bottom eyelid. And then they would just drag the the pencil down. And then then my eyes would look cool. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. And and if you... and uh, fun fact, if you don't wash them, it's still there for a few days. That is good to know. But I'm never it's good uh, to know. I'm not going to be having that on my eyes. So anyway, uh, how about this follow up? Oh, yes. Yes. Hit me with the voicemail. Hey, so it's uh, it's cold acid. Okay, so you want to that. know what is my go to conversational piece? Yeah. Oh, sure. <clears throat> It is. Did you know that one 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 zero 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 divided by one 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 is one zero 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 regardless of radix? As you can guess, I don't get many dates. In the smoker. That's not why. In the smoker, cold acid. No, if you're not getting much dates, sing them the the song about nipples. Duh. That will definitely get you more dates. And if you're unsure about the song that I'm referring to. It's this one. These nipples are made for milking, and that's just what they'll do. And one of these days, these nipples will squirt all over you. Cold acid, the coldest of acids. One of the hosts of Rare Encounter. It's him and Abel Kirby. And it's a greatly entertaining show. And uh, it's on every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern. Oh, cold acid. I've got something to ask you, and I will be doing that later. I won't ask you here. But I have a thing, and it'll be fun. We'll do a fun thing. Carolyn, are you there? Carolyn. Donde esta? Los Carolyns, por favor. Uh, where'd she go? Is she... Oh, um, I'm back from the future. That's weird. In the past, in the future, at the same time. Whoa, how'd that happen? I, you know, I don't know, but uh, I got lost in in the future, in the past, also, and now I'm in the present. 
Oh, well, I'm glad I have you're back. Bunch, I, I have a bunch of knobs and um and these levers. See? Yeah. Well, did and you I hear the voicemail? I did. Okay, yes. Cool. And it's it's good. <laughs> glad I'm glad <laughs> glad to hear it was it was I was right and it was cold acid. You were right, and it was, and uh, yeah, I think uh, I think I should play a couple of more. These two are also from the same color, so. Uh, oh. Well, I love to hear that. You know, he hosts a show called Rare Encounter. So clearly, you didn't hear. <laughs> and he, no, right. I did hear you, <laughs> but I thought I would I would uh, mention it a second time. Of course. Uh. So yeah, here's uh here's another voicemail that I could hit you with. He went the voicemail. Wow. Hit this. <laughs> nice. Hey Hog. Hey. Uh, oh. Hey. Uh, Whoa! Wait a second. In my new studio. <laughs> hey, you have a studio. Truck. Um. But anyway, uh, yeah, my kind of- favorite or go-to conversational topic or starter. I, I think uh, I know. Always, uh, Hey, how are you? What uh-huh. you been up to? Oh. I mean, make it about the person, and they're more likely That's to nice. uh, touch the ball and keep it rolling, you know? <laughs> That's good. Anyway, yeah. Uh, other news. I once had a... Whoa. He once oh, had well, a... He's got a follow-up. Uh, let's, let's do that. Okay. I, what do you think he's going to say? I don't know. Can hey, you um, want to guess? Okay, no. fine. Uh, oh, got a little bit of reclining action. You have reclining I, uh, action. Wow. Did you the news today? The news uh, no. The news or whatever. The news about the news. Uh, oh, okay. Don Lemon party. Don Lemon. Is not mm. with CNN anymore. Uh-huh. And uh, what was uh, Tucker Carlson. Oh, TC. Fox. Oh, he, he was a... Dr- election... Ooh. Talking or whatever the hell, oh, uh, yeah. Dominion voting. That's it. That's it. And then uh, Don Lemon party, yep. Lemon party. Uh, Find oh, yes. pictures on Bing. Um, yeah, that's that's big news today. Uh, I guess you could use that as a conversation starter. Current events. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes, current events. Audio smofos. Current you know events what? is a good one. I think you know what. I think a good uh, starter. With regard to uh, TC uh, being kicked off of Fox, I think you could say, well, I'm glad TC is gone now because I have more time for a hog story. Exactly. He had the same time slot. He did? I never really watched him. Our our ratings are, are through the roof right now. Did you know that? I can feel it, yeah. I can feel our ratings are higher now than ever because because um, he's gone now, taking our ratings. So, um, I, uh, yeah, I never watched him, never cared much. No, we're, we're too busy doing the show. That's what it is. Oh, that's true. That's true. I uh, I also listen to a lot of NPR. So yeah, uh, not because I like it. Oh yeah, yep. No, um. Something interesting that, well, kind of ties into like 
go-to topics of conversation for me. Um, one of them, I should have taken clips, but it was infuriating to listen to, really, and nothing that was like easily clipped without heavy editing. Mm. But on NPR, well, it was either NPR or PRX, which stands for, I don't know, Public Radio Extreme. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. PRX, it's PRI, like Public Radio International. They have this show called The World, and it's a current events news show. But they were saying that people um, were all, uh, uh, what's the term, up in a tizzy about. Oh, a tizzy. A tizzy oh, dear. Because of this um, docu-series on Netflix. And mm -hmm. in one of these episodes, they portrayed uh, Cleopatra as a black woman. And, and we all know, like, uh, I enjoy talking about Egypt, ancient Egypt specifically. Fuck ancient yes. Egypt. And so that caught my ear, and I listened. And, yeah, they're upset because whatever. But who cares? Like, it's a semi-factual semi uh, representation. <clears throat> Meaning, it's a docu-series on Netflix. If you're going there for any real information, you're doing it wrong. First off. So, you really yeah. shouldn't be upset if they're incorrectly, in your opinion, portraying Cleopatra. But they did say that we uh, we just don't know what she looked like. Well, I don't know if that's entirely true. I, well, neither did they. Neither did when they uh, uh, the directors of uh, Cleopatra when Elizabeth Taylor was Cleopatra. They didn't know that. No. Um, and they gave her an award. I think they gave her her an award. Oh, I'm sure they did for one thing or another. Yeah, but probably. I, uh, that was a good movie. Have you ever seen that? Uh, probably in school. Oh, okay. But I mean, it's not that we don't exactly know. Of course, they didn't have photographs. But there are images of Cleopatra etched into stone. Pretty yeah, of course. sure. Uh, because, well, she was the last of the, the lines of pharaohs in Egypt, the Ptolemaic period, which mm -hmm. it came from Ptolemy, which is the like um, Macedonia area of Greece. Or as part of Greece, I, at the Macedonia, time? I think is uh, yeah, it's it its was own thing a now. part of Greece. Yeah. Yes, it was a, its own thing now. Yes, but uh, yeah. So if she came from Macedonia or Ptolemy, then she wouldn't have been what they call black. But that's all of this lately within the past decade, within the last decade, has been a real push to equate people that lived in northern Africa as the same type of people that lived in central and southern Africa. Well, I should say equatorial Africa. But just like evidence of what Cleopatra looked like, there's very little evidence that people in North Africa looked like the people in equatorial Africa. They just... I guess they're trying to get everybody to think that when you say Africa, you should picture so-called black people. But that's not really the case. It's not the case now. And historically, more than likely, wasn't the case either. 
if she was anything other than like a blonde lady, which is what uh, um, some historians say that she was blonde. Mm-hmm. Well, if she wasn't blonde and she had brunette hair, she probably had a pretty good tan. But she would more than likely look like the Arab type people that live in northern Africa now. Of course, they're not native to that land either. They they moved there uh, with all. Like, I know. And did they talk about where Cleopatra came? Cleopatra came from. Well, that what I was saying. That area in Greece, Ptolemy. Uh, yeah, which is Macedonia. Like that's where she was born. I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, she was no. She was born in Egypt, but she okay. was an Egyptian. I this see. this docu series was saying, well, we don't know where uh, who her grandmother was. We don't know who her mother was, and yes, just by that they had proof that she must have been black because we don't know who her who uh, anything about her maternal lineage. So therefore, black. Um, that's oh, yeah. not really a way to prove things. And then on in on not NPR, but this. Uh, public radio international show the world they played a clip of a lady who is either part of the production team like director or something like that uh Mm -hmm. saying well um my grandmother always told me no matter what they say cleopatra was black and they just played that clip as further proof that she was black because some lady's grandmother told her so okay now given like her grandmother could have been right she could have been black but we just know she was born in Egypt, which is northern Africa. And just because she was in Africa as... So they just believe somebody's grandmother because they're older than them. Yeah. Without looking into any context. Okay, so if mm-hmm. there's really not um, like color images of Cleopatra, there's obviously no photographs. And if there are images etched in stone, anything they used as pigment has gone away with the passage of time but there are still portrayals of people that lived in egypt uh, in those ancient times that still have the pigment on the hieroglyphs and you may have seen images of hieroglyphs on like tomb walls where it'll have uh the hieroglyphs like in a cartouche meaning just like a sectioned off little thing and then they'll have the pictures of the people standing you know with their side facing the the person drawing walk like an egyptian sort of style or not sort of but that um do you know what i'm talking about the images how they portrayed the people everybody was standing yeah. sideways uh, yeah well in those pictures they don't just portray egyptians as brown but there are plenty of images out there from these ancient they call them text but they most of them were gotten from the walls of tombs those are um the the people in those images aren't just brown they're also what you would call uh red some are yellow some are pale white and some are black and they found multiple instances of that type of image which gives you a good indication that egypt was multi-culti ancient egypt yeah yeah so, yeah, Cleopatra could have been black, but she also could have been white or yellow or brown or red hmm. because they portray people living there at that time as all sorts of colors. 
just like anywhere in America. It's like trying to say America's white. No, it's not. There's all sorts of colors that live here now and in the past. Yeah. Because the more you look into it, the more you find Native Americans weren't just red people, as we would call them, you know, if we have to assign colors to skin tones. Yeah, the Native American Indian were uh, all sorts of different colors, too, which puts yeah. a damper on other people's uh, narratives. But that has nothing to do with this. Um, I just heard that and complained to myself about it and should have clipped it. I didn't really. Uh, once I started, I realized I was going to have to do a lot of editing. Yeah, that's fair. That's um, understandable. But right now it is nine o'clock and I should have gotten into this sooner. So these. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Behind the schemes is going to take over the no agenda stream. They are um, a star. That's uh, a booberry and lavish. Some people um, have uh, other names the that they like to call a booberry. Uh, he's a black knight. But after all, um, but the name that stuck was the Mothman. The Mothman. Oh, uh, yes, the Mothman of the Miniocalypse. And I love your outfit today. The creature ah! that locals called the Mothman. Yeah. And lavish. I love your back. outfit. <laughs> they call right. this tall, human like creature with wings and red eyes the Mothman. Yes, the Mothman. So you can check out behind the schemes if you want to find this Mothman. And we're going to find Mothman. Yes, uh, yes, yeah, so you can check him out uh, right right here on the No Agenda stream or uh, loveislit.com. Badradio.life? Bad, Maybe Mothman bad radio. isn't real. But yeah, take it away, lavish. But but you can uh, check us out uh, if you would like uh, hogstory stream. If you want to continue, no, nah, that with link us. you say it. I don't think that link works anymore because a lot it of doesn't? people say it doesn't. It's uh, yeah, go oh, to hogstory no. slash stream. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay. No, it's all good. Now the creature that locals called the Mothman. Anyway, take it away, Booberry. There we are. Yeah, I had those clips. The. Uh, the Mothman was back. That's very nice. I like that. <laughs> because uh, NPR, this is actually NPR, uh, from a station in Chicago, WBEZ, is talking about something very interesting. It's also interesting for the guys that behind the schemes, which I should have played this sooner, uh, in the chance that they were listening before uh, their show. But I'll play this intro clip. Hi, I'm Robbie Telfer. Hi. And I recently ventured out into the woods under a full moon for a very important reason. Monster hunting. It all began with curious citizen Sarah Beacon, a Chicago comics artist. There was a rash of sightings within the city limits of Chicago in 2017 of a creature that people then called the Chicago Mothman. And did we ever find out what it was? That's right. The Chicago Mothman. Mm. It's often described as a six or seven foot tall, necklace, red-eyed, winged fellow. We have to say Chicago Mothman to distinguish our guy from the original Mothman. The legends started in Point Pleasant, West Virginia in the late 60s. There were dozens mm. of reported sightings of a Mothman there. And shortly after those, a large bridge collapsed, killing 46 people. Since then, some consider Mothman to be a portent of doom. Doom. Are you familiar with the Mothman stories? Um, 
I only know the Mothman of the Mini Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Very, very nice, very kind, very sweet. Uh, but uh, the Mothman of Chicago uh, is Chicago. Yeah, there's the Mothman of Chicago. There's also uh, one from uh, Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I, I, I'm from Toronto, which mm-hmm. is the Twin City to Chicago. Mm. And we do not have a Mothman here, as far as I as far as I know. There there could be a Mothman of Toronto. Yeah, maybe you ought to look. Um, I got I got to check that out. There uh, may have but, been Mothman sightings in Toronto. I'll look that up. Uh, so yeah. they, um, <clears throat> I like the 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 cryptids type stuff, cryptozoological creatures or whatever you want to call them, things like Bigfoot. Or the Mothman, and uh, so when I heard that on on NPR, I was like, "Well, that's that's odd." Um, just them, I don't know, giving credence to it, which I took a couple more clips yeah. from that NPR station, but yeah. I want to go play some clips from uh, this video on YouTube I went to because I um, I came back and I started looking up. The stuff about a Mothman in uh, Chicago. And then I thought it'd be a good idea, oh. just in case you weren't um, very familiar with the whole like story around the Mothman, um, that I would oh, okay. find some introductory clips. Which cool. And that led me to this video on YouTube. And it's a channel I've watched before mm-hmm. uh, called The Y Files. Like W-H-Y, the Y-Files. And the guy has a very high-pitched voice. Um, It kind of threw me off at first, but that's just me. Uh, And the way he presents it, there is a little CG fish, like a goldfish in a bowl next to him. And you can tell it's his voice just sped up and the pitch is raised. But the, uh, the goldfish is always saying the... I guess to put it into a category, the the conspiracy theory type stuff. And he's always um, kind of cynical and is like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, sure, they say that. Like, yeah. The little goldfishes. And I I like it. It's a funny little bit. Um, but if you do, I'll post this video in the show notes also. But uh, yeah, check out the Y files sometimes. It's entertaining and informative most of the time. So he was talking about the Mothman. And um, I'll just play you his introduction to it. How about that? This legend begins as so many do. Three gravediggers working in a cemetery hear something overhead. They look up and see a creature. Now see, like, I like this because I'll start it over. Uh, with that one Sounds from, like there's a lot of action. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's presented on YouTube so there is a lot of like whoosh, whoosh, and the silly yes. like, little marimba music. Couldn't do oh, anything okay. about that. Unfortunately, no, it's fine. Um, I'm just, I was just. Oh yeah, no, but it is. It's neat. uh, it's exciting. You know, everything's presented. I, as, I was oh. excited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> woo And uh, so immediately, what I found interesting was with the NPR one, they they focused when they were talking about the Mothman from West Virginia. They focused on this bridge collapse and really like centered the whole Mothman thing around it. But as this guy says there was 
there were sightings before the the whole bridge collapsing and we'll get around to the bridge collapse and stuff too i just wanted to point it out that okay. he's giving us more information than npr did do. Oh, yeah. Three gravediggers working in a cemetery hear something overhead. They look Whoa. up and see a creature. It's almost 10 a feet creature? tall with massive wings. It's perched Whoa. on a high tree branch, staring at them with glowing red eyes. Then, in an instant, it's gone. Three days later, just a few miles away, two young couples burst into the local police station. Terrified, they report being chased by a tall man with wings and glowing red eyes. More and more people would report seeing a creature that stood on two legs, was at least eight feet tall, and had wings. Some said it was half man, half bird. Others said it was oh. half man, half bat. But the name that stuck was the Mothman. Mm-hmm. And you can see why I left that in there. I wanted to give context to uh, the ISO. But the name that stuck was the Mothman. Yeah. The Mothman. Though the Mothman terrorized hundreds of people for a year, it never physically harmed anyone. I just thought those would be fun for uh, Booberry. But um, mm -hmm. are you interested? Because um, I thought it was cool, or not cool, but interesting that the gravediggers saw it and described it a certain way. And then the couple that ran into the police station, they mm -hmm. described it in a similar way. And then, yeah, um, there's a lot more. I'm, I'm just, I'm imagining the 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 conversation. So they're so they're at um, where where would they go? They would go to a church. Okay. What what so, conversation? Yeah, because uh, because we were talking about conversations in the, in the oh yeah, in the but show. whose conversation are you? Oh, uh, the this couple. The, the, oh, they went going to the to police church. station. Yeah, but they but they're you know they're they want to tell everybody else about it right i don't know oh okay well maybe um I'm, i was riffing it it's it's nothing it's okay oh oh i'm sorry that's I, okay uh, it's because i was looking for i was trying to find um a page that had um info that you could you could check out while the while the clips were playing <gasps> Oh, okay. Oh, I was interrupting context. while you were talking. No, you that. weren't. No, oh, okay. I was I was looking while you were talking. That's all. That's why I was oh, okay. distracted. I was just telling oh. you cuz you can't oh. see my screen. No, I can't see. It's your an screen. audio only podcast, Carolyn. <laughs> it isn't. Yeah, it's I didn't know an if you were looking real hard at your screen going like The oh mouse my isn't gosh. moving though. How how is I'll I'll have you know I'm wearing non-prescription sunglasses currently right now, so I can't see anything. Well, fuck that. <laughs> um, um, let me play. Let me play more because okay, there's historical uh, uh, context that needs to be given. Or of course, maybe not needs to, but I thought it was interesting, and I thought you might too. Point Pleasant has a dark and bloody past. In 1774, a few local tribes, including the Mingo and the Shawnee, tried to stop American settlers from encroaching on their territory. On October 10th, a fierce battle was fought between the tribes, led by Chief Cornstalk, against about a thousand Virginia militia, led by Colonel Andrew Lewis. The battle raged for hours and eventually became hand-to-hand -hand combat. The Shawnee warriors fought bravely, but they were outnumbered two to one. Cornstalk had no choice but to surrender and sign a peace treaty with the militia. Three years later, in the fall of 1777, 
Cornstalk and his son traveled to Fort Randolph, which had been built at the site of the battle. Cornstalk wanted to inform the fort's commander, Captain Matthew Arbuckle, that colonists were violating the treaty, and to warn Arbuckle that the British were trying to recruit the tribes to fight against the American settlers. Arbuckle placed Cornstalk and his son under arrest. They were imprisoned along with two other Shawnees that were taken hostage a few weeks earlier. The four Shawnees were well-treated, but they were not permitted to leave. Arbuckle felt that as long as he had the hostages, the Shawnee wouldn't attack the fort. Uh-huh. Oh. So, it all goes back to the Indians. Um, oh, I should have done that earlier, uh, but I posted the NPR, uh, the link to that story that I started with. <laughs> And then oh, okay. there's one of these just random slappedham.com that talks oh, wow. about. Oh, look uh, at the, the picture. Is that and, a picture of uh, the nah, that's a fake picture. I've seen it around, it's but it doesn't look real picture. to me anyway. Um, it did, so, did look real. But the, those were from the 60s. Oh, I wasn't around right, in the right. 60s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait, don't get so distracted don't by know. those yet. Don't get, okay. there, are, there are no pictures of the incident with the Indians, though. So oh, the, no. the settlers and the Indians, they fought each other. Uh, yeah. This. Later, this uh, fort was built. The chief came to tell them they were violating a treaty. He instead put them in prison, and uh, that's where we leave off. So the the settlers' fort has uh, the chief and a few other Indians in their jail. And uh, here's this. A few weeks later, a young American was killed by natives nearby, though nobody knows why or what tribe did it. When word reached the fort, a mob of militiamen shoved Captain Arbuckle aside and stormed the fort's jail. They brutally executed Cornstalk, his son, and the other two Shawnees. But just before Cornstalk died, he cursed the settlers and the land. I came to the fort as your friend and you murdered me. Oh yeah, there's you voice You were murdered by my... So, oh no! Yeah, the voiceover, it's... A Clearly, the Indian chief, even though no voice recorders were around at the time, but yeah, uh, it still is the only way of getting the audio of uh, what the chief said. So yeah, of course. So here it is. Died. He cursed the settlers and the land. I came to the fort as your friend, and you murdered me. You have murdered by my side, my young son. For this, may the curse of the Great Spirit rest upon this land. May it be blighted by nature. May it even be blighted in its hopes. May the strength of its peoples be paralyzed by the stain of our blood. Soon, a town emerged in the area. But few settlers knew their homes were built on top of mass graves, hmm. the skeletons of the Battle of Point Pleasant. Nor did they realize their land was cursed. Ugh. Well, you don't want your land to be cursed. Um, you want to get. Don't. Uh, you want to get yourself some uh, sage. So maybe that is why the Mothman's around, because there are mm -hmm. people living on cursed land. Maybe maybe Mothman can get me some sage. Uh, you can he leave some sage yeah, at 430-201-4841. I think it is the, the plot of Poltergeist, uh, Barons but the Mighty. I think you're right. Um, that's the mm. plot of, like, all of them. Pet Cemetery too. Uh, even The Shining, I want to say that hotel was on cursed Indian land. Oh, wow. But here's more about, this is a short one, it's only 19 seconds, of a mothman seen around town before the bridge collapse. In the days leading up to the Silver Bridge collapse, people in the area reported a feeling of unease that they couldn't quite explain. Two photos of the bridge were taken about a week before the disaster. Uh -huh. Whoa, what the hell is that? 
there's the fish. People passing through the area saw a bat-like creature hovering near the bridge. A creature that locals called the Mothman. Ah. Oh, So now okay. back to that page I sent, slaptam.com. Mm-hmm. If you scroll yes. down, you'll see a picture of an old bridge. And then it's got this, mm-hmm. like, this, that's, yes, you I know, see there's that. like a, the thing on the, the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just hanging off the bridge. It's hanging yeah. off the, the steel bridge. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But supposedly, there's another picture, and I guess it's too grainy, maybe. And he puts it in that video, but I couldn't find, like quickly anyway, the uh, image of itself. Because all oh, this okay. shit was today. And, yeah. um, but there are other images out there, but whether they're real or not, I'm not. I'm not sure. And yeah. Uh, so, do you remember that movie, The Mothman Prophecies? I've never seen it. I saw it once. Okay. But it was based on a book of the same name. Mm. And um, in this Y Files video, he gives some more interesting information, but it comes from the author of that book, or at least the author is mentioned in this clip, uh, I think. Where some people theorized that the Mothman wasn't extraterrestrial, John Keel thought the creature could be what he called uh, an ultra-terrestrial. Yeah, John Keel is the name of that author. Oh, okay. And so instead of an extraterrestrial, Mothman could be an ultra-terrestrial. He called an ultra-terrestrial. This is an entity that's from Earth, but lives in a different dimension. Uh, a dimension that we can't perceive, and that exists outside of time. Oh. These entities can materialize and dematerialize any place and any time they want. Oh. They do this by adjusting their energy to match different wavelengths on the electromagnetic that spectrum. Noise is awful. Keel said these beings go by different names in different cultures. Yeah. Some call them spirits, yeah. or fairies, or angels. In the Middle East, they're called jinn. You may have even seen one yourself because they're also Maybe. called the Dark Watchers, the Hat Man, oh. Oh. Shadow People. Red Kit. What? Red Kit. <laughs> the fish had to interject. Oh, yeah. It sounds like it. Um, but apparently that guy didn't come up with that, uh, that term himself. There was a no. theory going around before, you know, whenever he wrote that book. Late 90s, early 2000s, something. Which, I mean, I'd probably heard it before. I'm sure I have, because I listened to Behind the Schemes. And they probably even talked about this uh, history of the, the Mothman before. I mean, considering the Mothman hosts the show. Of course. I just like the extraterrestrial, I mean, ultra-terrestrial, um, being able to shift through dimensions. Oh, I think I have a clip, I do, actually, of um, more of what that what John Keel was saying about uh, that ultra terrestrials and dimensions. The area around Point Pleasant is a hotspot for paranormal phenomena like the Mothman and UFOs. John Keel said there are a few locations like this on the planet. He called them window areas. In these window areas, human consciousness itself can summon these beings or even conjure a UFO. Some UFOs are directly related to the human consciousness. Just as ghostly apparitions are often the product of the percipient's mind, there are deeply rooted psychic and psychological factors in the UFO phenomenon. And the sudden appearance of a light in the sky triggers and releases the human energy that stimulated seemingly supernatural events. 
this cosmological system of control has been in effect since the dawn of humanity. Oh, so humans are the ones creating all the weird stuff? Yep. And John Keel didn't just invent that theory out of the blue. The way to conjure a djinn is to think about one. Same with shadow people. There are many theories and philosophies that say everything in the universe, including human consciousness, is energy. Yeah. So that's, um, that's called the gateway process. And that comes from CIA. They have a thing called a analysis and assessment of gateway process. And it talks about that. Um, manifesting reality with thought, sort of. I guess is an overgeneralized term. Mm. But I, I'd never um, heard of gateway process until this. At least not enough to like stick in my brain and make me want to go look it up. Have you? No, I've never heard of it. I mean, I've heard of the idea of our thoughts manifesting things. Uh, the same with being positive yields positive results, but being negative also reveals I've heard negative of that. results. And so, yeah, yeah, I've, I've not heard of what you were saying about the the gateway. Yeah, I'll put that, that fancy fancy yeah. stuff. Yeah, I've never, I've right. Heard of that. Um, but and I had heard about with things like. Like what he was saying, shadow people, dark entities, or or whatever, um, about uh, having negative thoughts or like thinking about them makes them show up, want to come around. Uh, so the concept isn't foreign to me. Just the specific name of gateway process was. Yeah, I've not heard of the that process. No. And the CIA being involved was no surprise, but still news to me. Hmm. So, there's that. I like thinking of that. Like certain cryptid animals um, being uh, ultra-terrestrials able to shift between dimensions. That's a cool concept. Mm -hmm. It's difficult to prove. Yeah. Um, so that takes me back to this uh, NPR uh, Chicago Mothman. Um, that um, there was a lady that claims to have saw it but she had video of course following the links in that npr uh site the video is not available anymore um couldn't find it on youtube either not hers specifically uh, yeah so i don't know what's up with that but right here they're talking about it and the npr thing was from 2019 so uh i didn't I didn't hear it on the radio. I heard it on their like stream that you can do through their website. And so it must have been in the playlist because they'll do that. So it like came on after uh, whatever news story I'd listened to. And then I just left it on there, like went with it. It's like, oh, this is cool. So NPR has been spying on me too. Thanks, Google. Uh, of course. Oh, right. So here's them talking uh to this lady that saw the Mothman in Chicago. Chicago. So you saw a Mothman? I think so. This is Erin Drain. She's a wine importer and, mm -hmm. from what I can tell, moored to reality. Uh -huh. So I was spending the afternoon on a rooftop. Uh -huh. I saw something in the sky fairly high up and, and fairly far away. It wasn't being like buffeted about by the wind. Mm -hmm. It was moving slowly. This is also audio only. It's in PR, so the music's there to discredit what she's saying because it's got swanky 
drums and Does. bass and a surfy type guitar. And, and fairly yes. far away, it wasn't being like buffeted about by the wind. Mm-hmm. It was moving slowly, but not randomly, I guess. Her report is similar to many others, but you took a video. I did take a video. It's about 10 seconds long. Pretty far away, but undeniable. Something large, dark, suspended in the sky, like a spider whose invisible web makes it appear to be stuck, impossibly, midair. I just noticed the music. I didn't really notice it before, even when taking the clips. But yeah, the music's like there to make it seem almost silly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does sound silly. But what she was saying about it not being moved around by the wind... That yep. is making deliberate motions. Mm. That was interesting. And maybe it flies uh, like the bumblebee where it makes a magnetic bubble for itself and the wings are just there to propel itself forward like in the bubble while it's in the bubble. Not uh, against the wind. But anyway. Or that means it was fake and it was like a projection. Could be that. I don't know. Uh, one more clip from NPR okay. because, of course, after yeah. presenting the silly story of the lady with the video, uh, yeah, they had to talk to an expert. Oh, talk to the expert! You got to talk to the expert. I mean, absolutely. Of course, and you save the expert for the final thing. That way, the <laughs> the things the expert says stick in your brain. Yes. So the last thing you heard, and you're a goldfish. You're Jeff Goldblum. There's actually a whole field concerned with unknown creatures called cryptozoology. Dr. Angelo Caparella is a biologist from Illinois State University and dabbles in cryptozoology. I would define cryptozoology as the uh, scientific study of undescribed animals that are being reported um, but don't seem to match anything that's actually known to science at this time. The kinds of things that travelers would report, uh, indigenous peoples knew about. Scientists agree there are definitely undescribed species out there. And Mothman could be one of those, right? Well... I can't think of any even close analogy to flying humanoids <laughs> in the fossil record and the known biological record of any kind today or in the past. Um, it just flies in the face of everything that we think we know about the natural world. Whoa. Sasquatch, on the other hand, I think you can make a case for it being a solid cryptid that is worth further investigation. So, to be clear, the guy who thinks Bigfoot might be out there says Mothman is just too much. Well, poo. Maybe Mothman isn't real. That gives me the same type of reaction when I hear the name of a bill that they want to pass through Congress. I immediately assume the opposite is true. You follow me? Yeah, I'm following you. The, um, the way what, his... What bill what, would what, you say? Oh, no, no, no. That was just an example. Like, I have a knee-jerk oh. reaction to think the opposite of whatever the government oh. says. Like, officially right. says on shit. So, I have that reaction with NPR. So, if their expert is like, well, Mothman definitely couldn't exist. Like, there's an analog for a Bigfoot or something similar in the fossil record. But there's nothing like that for a Mothman. So, can't be real. But 
if it's an ultra terrestrial that can shift through dimensions, it's probably not going to die here and leave any evidence. And we discover new fossils every day, all day, every day. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't know. We don't know. What if we found humanoids that had the ability to fly and we dismissed the wings because we were like, this fossil has been damaged or he, he survived traumatic injury to his arms and there were feathers that just happened to be preserved along with him. He must have been a fan of birds. This was probably part of a costume or who knows what they would say to dismiss it. Or, or they just take them, say they're going to study them, send them to the Smithsonian, and we never see them again or hear of them. Yep. And then they deny, or they don't even deny, they're just like, we're not going to answer any questions on that subject and hang up on you, like they do with the giants. Like, you can't call them and ask about giant skeletons. They will hang up on you. They won't even tell you. And you're like, hey, but there's articles saying that you came and took these skeletons saying you were going to, let people know what you found and never said anything. And they found some uh, bones. They didn't really specify the different types of bones they found, but they were from the Smithsonian that they had just been dumped in a river. And they found the, uh, the collection of bones downstream. They're like, whoa, it was just a sorting accident or whatever. Okay, sure. So if they did find a humanoids that could fly, they wouldn't tell us anyway. Especially if the fossils were rare and they could keep it under wraps. You just take the one and never talk about it again. And then, yeah, that was just that. I think the opposite. That maybe people have actually seen something like that. That, that they perceive as a, a flying humanoid with bright red eyes. Because I noticed that the witnesses that talked about the Mothman in... Chicago and West Virginia and other places that I didn't clip from. Yeah. But unlike some things of mass hysteria or, or things based on suggestion like that, the, the thing gets repeated, like the more popular it becomes when they make a news story about it or whatever, then all of a sudden there are more happenings of a similar manner. And that's because people read about it and then they start experiencing the thing themselves. Like a hmm. like the witch hunt stuff. Like, oh yeah, so-and-so's a witch too. After hearing stories about it. But with the Mothman thing, people were reporting similar features of this thing at the same time before it made the news. Before that bridge collapsed in the 60s, the the people that went to the police station, the couple, along with the grave diggers, they independently saw the thing. They independently described it in the same way before it became known of what this thing looked like. And each occurrence with the Mothman, more or less, it's probably not actually 100%, but most of them do it in that way, where they will describe the same thing independent of each other before it makes the news mm. yes. instead of after and yeah they do have uh, an influx of sightings and whatnot after the fact but before each 
time it's on the news, there's independent sightings that are all of the same thing. So, so they're all seeing something similar. Mm-hmm. And they describe it in that way. But we're humans that when we communicate with each other, we communicate in um, things, I don't know, I can't think of the word for it, but things that we we know each other have in common. Like, you know, when I talk about an apple, like I'm just assuming you know what an apple is, you know, and what yeah. it looks like and yeah. everything like that. So I've when we describe, them. yeah, uh, I've, I've actually eaten. Them. I've had an apple. Yeah, same here. I, wow, I put, that's crazy. I put, I put one in uh, with meat. Yeah, that, that goes with pork pretty well. Slice those up, and then you, you put them. You pre-slice pork. those apples, actually. You pre-slice those apples, and uh, you you put them you put them in with uh, a, a pork dish, and it's, and it's uh, mm. quite quite nice. Any you know? meaty taste like that. Goes well with apple, like cheese goes well with apples. Mm. And I pre-slice yeah. an apple. Yeah, but you want to pre-slice an apple. Yes. Things like that. We've all had apples. Yes. And and then when we're describing something that's unknown, you know what I mean? That, oh, like, yeah. say I okay. ate something, but you may not have eaten it. I would yes. describe it in terms that I know you are familiar with. Like I would say, well, you know, it's kind of crunchy like an apple. And you're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. when they see something unknown, they're describing it with known terms. Like it had glowing red eyes. It had wings or as a bird man. Or yeah. uh, that's, that's me. You have to make the sound. Or a moth you know, man. Like, how, 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 how did it make your Hit me your with that moth man sound. sound. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I heard the same thing. It did. It did exactly that. Yeah. It, it did that same sound that you would expect. A Mothman sound would make. I'd be like, but did it also do, uh, did it make this sound? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You know, and then, and then you have to ask. What's up, whore? What's your name? Yep. I mean, I already know, I already know what the name's going to be. It's going to be, uh. You can quote him. (laughs) Uh, and then you you know you get yourself some just straight 42 shots yeah yep if I'm not back in five minutes just wait longer the guy made a million dollars he did actually he made two million off that movie yep he shot three movies that year and uh, I think total those movies grossed like 705 million dollars Oh yeah, definitely. You know, and then he gets just like that. Well, that's for the uh, reverse playback action. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think I why have that. Why are you being that. so mean? I like to get in these bitches' heads. Know oh, why sorry. they do this what is they do. Different than I thought it was, but I'll let it play. What's up, do you do? What's your name? Because <laughs> I love doing it. No, you don't. Whores don't love their job. No, I hate it. Then why do you do it? Because you're stupid. Uh, no, we do this. I, I love this job. That's why I do it. Me too. I do it for Same. the voicemails too. Also, I love voicemails. Hit me with the voicemail. Uh, I will also do it because I like fresh air. I like fresh air, motherfucker. And smoker's a great place to be. Oh, wow. It's like a, Stop uh, it. a unique <laughs> sanctuary. Well, I mean, it's appropriate. You know. Uh, 
trying to do the show. Trying to do the show. Um, I don't really have a go-to Wait. conversation. Um, yeah, I mean, it, nothing in general. Okay. She probably, I guess for, uh, I don't know, phony business relations, you should have like a line of like, conversation that you can like pull out of your ass. Oh, yeah. And you start have to talking about good... something to probably, sit, uh, you know, build bridges and uh, create yes. connections and uh, yes, build bridges. I love it. Words you can think of, but um, yes, this caller. Yes. I, don't, I like to talk about fishing. Uh, huh? I like to talk about a lot of stupid stuff. A I'm, lot of I'm times. not good at fishing. I don't know how to fish. In how the scheme of things that? that uh, Probably not very important. I do like getting into more in-depth stuff sometimes. Uh, David Copperfield. Depends on whether it's with the it right person that you're talking to. Because uh, I don't know if you've ever had this where you get deep into a conversation with somebody and then they say something that's so utterly stupid that you can't move past it. Oh, and no. Like, um, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I can't even think of a frame of reference. That's why I'm so shy. For an example also, of when it's happened. but get scared uh, about that. Yeah, when you... You get to that point in a conversation when somebody says something totally utterly stupid that doesn't even make sense, and like the, but they're like holding their ground to it. Or so, I say something stupid, and then and then I and then I'm just killer. oh, it's awful. If I, do I like that, to talk about fresh air, motherfucker. <gasps> I love molding. fresh air. Yes, and crown molding and tear rail. Everything you see. Oh uh, yeah, parquet flooring. You know, gotta talk about that. You know. Um, landscaping, you want to talk about that, um, the positioning of uh, HVAC in the house, uh, you also want to talk about that. Um, how many ceiling fans you got? How many ceiling fans you got? Uh, yeah, yeah, and the lighting, uh, lighting is difficult, you know, the L- LED lights or, um, you know, just a regular regular soft lights if you want to get some of those and if you see that the conversation's waning they're losing interest just hit them with the uh you were so beautiful yeah yeah okay okay can i i trust everybody here we're in the smoker we're in the smoker i i can i can talk about this so uh i got i i i get i get my eggs from an egg guy you know i'm 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 out i'm out of the city I can go to an egg farmer. That's how I feel, you know. And I and I always I always want to try to try to um have a a conversation with the egg farmer because I I feel like that's that's important. You get your egg guy. I understand. Okay, so so the last okay so so I I got out of my car because I I want to just have a have a quick chat. You know, be nice. Oh, yeah. Did and they say to you, um... I'll make you feel like a woman, a real woman. No, he he didn't. Um, I just want you to know that. <laughs> he, he didn't. He, I'm sorry. I will love you like you've never been loved before. He also didn't say that either. I'd love to um, build you whatever you want. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I built everything. <laughs> I'm sure he did. Uh, no, um, I 
I I said I said uh, okay, so I'll I'll hit you what I with the, what I said because yeah. I'm because I'm not very I'm not I'm I'm shy I don't know what I'm doing. I said, um, how was your Easter? Because it was Easter. I don't know. It was two weeks ago. This is the last time I saw him. So it was before Easter. So I asked him how his Easter was, mm-hmm. and then he said um, he 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 was talking about this this chocolate company from from Canada. Uh, called Purdy's, and he said, Purdy's. "Oh, I got a Purdy's uh, chocolate, uh, a chocolate um, mouth uh, rabbit. Oh. You know, the, you get you get the hollowed rabbit, and that was pretty good. Pretty and good. I, and that, that that's a good that's a good chocolate company. So I I was complimenting him him on the uh, his choice of chocolate. So, uh, and then he was t- talking to me about." Uh, you know, with the his farmhouse and then his barn and how old the barn was and how old was it? It's 120 years old. The Whoa. the barn, yeah. Like and the uh, and he had he had to get a roof guy yeah. and the roof guy he had uh, about five or six years ago. He would just he would just get up on that roof and and then replace the shingles that he needed and. Uh, now he can't find the guy. He can't find the phone number. Uh-huh. Uh, whichever happened, we made a joke about how he he probably fell off the roof. Anyway, uh, he was he wasn't he, wearing he, his rain boots. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, like I get, I, you know, I I think I'm I'm I have an in with the with the the egg guy. Yeah. You know, I'll call him up. You know, and he'll uh, and I I want to be nice. So I now. I don't know what to tell him. I don't know what the next thing, because I don't want to just drive up and it's just like, you know, oh, here's some money and then you get eggs and you leave. I know. I, I, I want to just say something cool, you know, or what do I say? What's the next thing? Hmm. Well, uh, I don't know. You could talk about eggs, chicken butts. You oh, could say. Butts. You could say I built everything. Uh, you know, everything I, you see I, behind me, every I, square I need, inch. I need that Joe confidence. That's what it is. Doors, Maybe windows, brown molding, need, chair rail. So you're saying I need to get into woodworking, plumbing. Oh, and plumbing. Okay, all right. The floors, to lighting, to plumbing. Yeah. Okay. That's. Uh, you mentioned the plumbing twice, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, plumbing so is important. So this is the type of guy so. you're getting. But yeah, yeah. But he uh, needs a roofer, uh, uh, Joe. So uh, oh, we'll talk to like him. He... Uh, talk to him about the disgusting uh, cloaca. Cloaca, yeah. This yeah, the I bird can, hole. I do. That's that's true. That's why you gotta wash the eggs before you uh, crack them. Yeah. Those are gross. Believe me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's true. Because I've been there. Yeah, you've been there. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's, he'd been there. Uh, the caller, the previous caller, Net Ned. Uh, yes, Net Ned. Yes, he left a follow-up voicemail. Oh, that's good. I wonder if he has an egg guy. He should get an egg guy. Oh, you could ask your egg guy. Uh, Why do you care about the dolphin? Do you know him? Does he call you at home? Do you have a dorsal fin? <laughs> I'd be surprised uh, if he does have a dorsal fin. Um, might go against the Bible, the question, but. Uh, I thought it was more about uh, uh, conversation enders. Oh yes, I love conversation uh, enders. Yes. 
maybe maybe ask somebody, uh, you know, his uh, like, hey, is your has it ever like burned with the power of eighties when you go to the when you urinate? That kind of end the end the conversation. Um, oh, hey, anything? Questions you about at this uh, wart I have uh, for me. Oh no, that'll end end it. Let's get something else. Hey, um, hey, how's your collection of dead skin going? That that hasn't been conversation probably really quick. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that could end. Hey, conversation would you like to come over sure. and see um mausoleum to my mother? That that would end the conversation mm-hmm. quickly. Um, would yes. Hmm. There's got to be some more like. You gotta go down that creepy hole though for that. Mm. Uh, might be a little get a little bit against the uh, vibe you have for right now. Maybe not. Maybe so. In the smoker. Oh, in the smoke color. Oh. I'll go down your creepy hole anytime. <laughs> oh, like I wonder. Um. Hmm. It conversation enders. enders I mean, yeah. you know. Jeez. I mean, it's a good uh, one to think about. I do like thinking about those things. Yeah. Like, oh, we have. I'm sure I've ended things. enough conversations. I'm, I know I'm sure. I have. Definitely. Um, it's usually when I say. Yeah. Uh, that ends it. Yeah. They don't even say uh, back to me. No, rude. Yeah. It's rude. I, I usually uh, just say like um uh, where's the bathroom and then and then I and then I find it and then I <laughs> uh, sneak out of the window. Oh well, if you ever say that to me, I'm going to ask you. Uh, Is it number one or number two? <laughs> I just want to know how much time I have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'd probably say number two because then it's not I could sneak out uh, as as long me. as I wanted to. Well, you you know tell what I'm me, saying? Uh, yeah. When I get out of that bathroom, you better be gone. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. To that I say. Lace is out. Yeah, that's right. How about uh, another voicemail? Oh, who made the voicemail? Oh, that was two seconds. You already of did. This. It was yeah. pretty, pretty fast. I'll do it again. Okay. That's a lot of mouth sounds, caller. I think they hit themselves. Uh, they do oh. have an actual. Oh, that's good, because that was a lot of mouth sounds, caller. And you can quote him. <laughs> well, in the smoker, John and Caroline. Well, in the oh, smoker, in the smoker. It, be Monday. it is a it Monday. It is. Yes, so, it is. Now for this week's Monday. <laughs> yes, indeed. I am a lousy actor, so I will no. not give the attempt. Sorry, Caroline. No, you can do it. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure you'll be fine. But... What is my icebreaker topic? Yes, what is it? That's the weather. Okay, all right. Occasionally I may gulp out a joke that I laugh at before I finish. Yeah. Give us one. Okay. Yeah, give us one. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) That's it? Oh my goodness. The weather is not too cold or it's not too hot. It's just very pleasant. 
I feel like he should be giving that that type of yeah. uh, attention to the weather. It's not it's not too cold. It's not too hot. I mean, it's, he it's could sum it up pretty he could, good. He could shorten it and just say, uh, "It's sunny, bitch." Yes. Yeah. What's the weather going to be tomorrow? We are going to get so much rain. I'm getting wet just thinking about it. Yes, and, and I, I think I think it's helpful when you have backing music. Yeah, like that. Yeah, just turn just the like weather that. machine on. You know, um, can can you give me backing music? And I'll just uh, say say what it's say what it's like. Oh, uh, off, I don't have a. Oh, oh, that's fine. Backing that's fine. music. Like, uh, oh, the, okay. Off the top. No, sorry. Oh, nothing. Oh, oh I got a oh, voicemail okay. though. Oh, well, hit me with a voicemail. Oh, you know, you go up to people at a hey. party. Oh. Yes, okay. Bar, okay, yes, and, yes, indeed. Uh, you ask them, you know, the question that everybody asks. Yeah. Which oh, is, um, do you like Pink Floyd? Oh. And if they do like Pink Floyd, well, then, you mm-hmm. know, you buy them a beer. And then once you buy them a beer, or maybe you don't buy them a beer, maybe you just buy yourself a beer. Yeah. Oh, there you, you go. talk about it. That's how you do it. But yes. If they say no, well, then you've just expedited the process of getting to know this person. Facts. And coming to the conclusion that you, in fact, don't want to be hanging out with them. So you turn around and you take your beer uh, in the smoker. In the smoker. In the smoker. I love it. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there's certain questions. There's, there's certain wedge issues mm-hmm. out there. Um, oh gosh, I'm Star I'm Wars to think. or Star Trek. I mean, Star Trek all the way for me. I mean, that's important. Uh, but that's you know, yeah. that's a conversation uh, wedge. Absolutely, yeah. Flats or heels. Yeah. Uh, you know. Oh, here's some skirts or pants. Um, there you go. Uh, now, now you want to do your weather? Of course. And tonight, going to be some seeing some scattered showers here, uh, out in uh, beautiful, beautiful Georgina. It's going to be uh, high of minus three Celsius. Celsius. Or thirty-two Ferences, or freedom units, if you will. I will. The uh, the rain will be scattered all across Cooks Bay. It's going to be beautiful out there. Uh, so, so, so you might want to take the dog, or all of the dogs. For a good old scamp around, scamp around the park and and the, and the and the sidewalk over there, it's beautiful. I noticed that. And it's uh, it's gorgeous, but uh, you might want not want to bring out the boat tonight. Oh. Maybe wait the next. May, maybe wait in the morning. When you can uh, see things, because it is dark, it is nighttime out. 
as as we are almost approaching 11 p.m. Eastern time. I can't believe that. It's uh, it's it's a little late to go out boating. A little is dangerous. It, is it too late for a voicemail? Absolutely not. It is it is uh, the right time for a voicemail. I do believe we have uh, one last voicemail. Well, hit me with a voicemail. Oh. My go-to small talk topic is to pretend to be doing something else as soon as someone makes eye contact with me, therefore avoiding the entire situation. Oh! Hmm. Oh! Ooh, and the smoker collar. Oh, I like that. So her, her strategy was just to completely avoid the situation. Whoa. Oh, that music's still going. Yes. uh, Brilliant. 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 I didn't even know you could do that. I thought thought you would just be uh, uh, see in my mind. Um, You're just shoved to the to the to the wall and you have no you cannot escape ever again. You're just stuck there forever. And that is how I Imagine these conversations happen. So that is why I'm very shy. Mm. See, it rhymed. Because it's true. If it rhymes, it, well, it must be true then. It must be true. Because clearly it rhymed. Clearly it rhymed, Just and like it's true. Just uh, like episode 350 is kind of nifty. Sounds <gasps> like that. That's the next episode. It is. 350 is kind of nifty. It is. Uh, what would be the question for a nifty 350? Oh, for for oh. a nifty 350? Um, what is that? It could be like, do you like do you like to shop thrifty? Like thrift stores. Do you shop at thrift stores? If so, what do you oh. get from thrift stores? What do you get at a thrift store? What do you like? Yeah, well, like what do you look for when you go into a thrift store? You know what I mean? Like what yeah. What's your intention behind this thrift shop? What shopping? is your intention? What is <laughs> your intention with my thrift store? With my, yes. <laughs> huh? This is my thrift store, not your thrift store. State what is your, your intention? State your intentions with the State your intention store. with my thrift store. Oh, so you're feeling thrifty? Well, state your intentions. Yeah, state your intentions. What do you look for when you go in strip uh, strip stores? Thrift stores. Maybe that's the next question. After that one, yeah. After after that one, what, what's your anyway? Strip shopping. But uh, I yeah. want to remind everybody that um, John Fletcher and I will be doing the music jams and poetry slams. Sunday, May 28th, after No Agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have any poems, prose, music, fun stuff, things that you want us to read, things that you want us to use, uh, show art, what would you, uh, or music that you'd like to showcase, we would love to showcase that work, any of your works. Uh, please send that to john j-o-h-n at hogstory.net and we would we will 
be in contact with you. Yeah, you can uh, send us emails there anytime. Uh, even if you have questions about um, what what type of art you uh, could send us, yeah, just email john at hogstory.net, j-o-h-n at uh, hogstory.net. Um, subject line, May 28th. So yeah. that way I know. And yeah. um, Just in case you want to know, it's birthday weekend. It is Carolyn's birthday weekend. It's going to be Woo-woo. exciting. Got new tunes yeah. I'm working on. New tunes. Going to be doing some live jams. Like I'll mm-hmm. be doing music while Carolyn uh, reads some stuff. Yep, I'll read some it's, stuff. It's going to be fun and crazy times. Hardcore fun, even. It's going to be hardcore fun. Um, we're ex- we're very excited about I don't even know what episode number that's going to be. It's going to be... Uh, well, it's not, we Last time we didn't count them as hog stories. They were their own thing. Music oh, they were their own thing? Songs. Oh, okay, okay. Well, they're going things. to be their own thing, everybody, and you're going to be part of their own thing. It's going to be very exciting. Um, so uh, uh, do do send us uh, anything that you think would be uh, that, that you would like to, us to showcase. Um, uh, otherwise... voicemails, obviously. Uh, oh, we will be playing voicemails? might be open. We might have... Guests. I love that we idea. Know. We don't know. We don't know. It's we may have a guest. We may have guests, a uh, plural, or we may have uh, uh, people dolphins. calling in, or dolphins. Oh, we might have a whole fish tank of uh, fish. We don't even know. So get your um, shit so, ready. So either way, if you, if if you're not inclined, just tune in after no agenda, and and we're going to be here. We're gonna we're gonna take care of you. We're gonna hold your hand. We're all gonna. We're going to hang out. We're going to hang out on a Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. It's going to be a wonderful time. Uh, but in the meantime... We got uh, a boostergram, a boostergram oh, to read. Oh, we got a boostergram to yeah. read. I love boostergrams. Sadly, the only one we got, and the volume was too low on the clip. Well, we that might love, mean I just have to keep it for next time, too. Well, we love boostergrams. We uh, if you... If you do want to uh, send us uh, your Satoshis uh, through a Podcasting 2.0 app, uh, you can get yourself a Podcasting 2.0 app by going to nudepodcastapps.com and you can uh, send your Satoshis and your message, or you can just simply listen to the show and stream your sats. That's always yeah, fun, too. It is. It's a simple proposition of... Um we put value into the show, so if you get value out of it, send some value back. Make a value loop. Ooh. A yeah, loop. value loop with us. Yeah, you want to do we that? We love it. I do like being in the loop. Uh, you know, it's all part of the podcasting 2.0. Thanks to Adam Curry, but there's so sure many people is. working on it. Uh, the guys that help us, like um, well, Sir Spencer from Bowl After Bowl. Who's indeed very much in on the know, and the guys yeah. behind the schemes. Uh, oh yeah, Rare Encounter. Darren O'Neill has helped me out too. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, excuse me, a lot of knowledge out there if uh, one's inclined to go look. And uh, we like, we like being part of that whole. Uh, you know, it's a it's a new thing. Yes, we like it's being new. there with all the cool kids. Yeah, it's new. It's hot. We love lit. it. It's lit. It's lit. We want to be a part of the lit. Clip Custodian sent us 
Oh, a big whopping uh, 33,333. A lot of threes. Oh, very nice. Well, thank you, Clip Custodian. Uh, very kind. And he, uh, just a simple note saying, in the smoker. Well, thank you. In the smoker to you, Clip Custodian. Indeed. Thank you. In the smoker to you. He uh, does a lot of clips for No Agenda. And uh, does a fantastic job with that. He finds all the good stuff. Mm. You are in the smoker. That's where it was. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So thanks, Clip Custodian, uh, for that. Mm. And he was uh, the sole booster grammar today. So if there was a little ribbon you'd get for that, you would get it. We didn't have anybody come oh. in uh, through the PayPal's oh, with okay. a fiat currency. Oh, well, that's okay. And if we had any uh, streamers and whatnot, we all seem to fail to mention them, but that's because I have to download the spreadsheet and all that. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm ill-prepared. But we do appreciate it. So if you get any value from the show, uh, give some value back. We enjoy doing it, but uh, sadly nothing's free. But we have uh, great people that do support us every month through PayPal's. Um, Nodebit doesn't do that, but he does support us in all the important ways, like the live stream and uh, helping out in a big way in the chat room with Chad and Stacy, the Discord relay bot that shows the boostergrams coming live in the chat room which is very cool and uh, anything you say in discord gets relayed back to the IRC chat and vice versa thanks to yes. Stacy and Chad does uh, the weather report is that where you were reading from earlier um I was I was reading from the telegrams oh right yes yes no right. I meant the uh, the weather report Oh, uh, the weather report. Oh, I was uh, I was just going by what I've seen um, on, on the news. Uh, I wasn't oh, okay. actually. I didn't even have anything up in front of you me. Didn't I, use uh, Chad. We need justice for Chad. Oh, oh no! We I need uh, justice for Chad. I, 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 uh, I went rogue with it. Nah, it's, I, it's all good. I, I, I was just thinking a bit for everything he does and uh, Void well, Zero thank as you well. So for the we, we love uh, yes yes we love and all that server help. node bit void zero they, they keep they keep uh, they keep the ship running indeed and you keep the ship running it's Fletcher you keep the ship running and you yes you yes I'm, I'm pointing at you and you do listening to us calling in leaving us a voicemail and all that you do, everyone that listens to this show and helps us out, we love it. Well, we'll be back n next Monday. 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 Episode Monday. 350. <laughs> oh my goodness. 350. 350. May 1st. Ooh, May 1st, huh? May 1st. Oh my goodness. Well, yeah, let will... us know with a voicemail, um, 430-201-4841. What do you shop for when you feel thrifty for yeah. episode 350? That's right. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Maybe you want to get something 50% off. Maybe so. Maybe so. That sounds like a good time. Well, uh, it does indeed. 
And uh, just remember us, hogstory.net slash donate. Uh, follow us on the Twitters and No Agenda Social. And tune in for 350 because you're nifty next Monday. And uh, where I'm not a ultra terrestrial, so I can't be all shifty. I'm Fletcher. And I have been Carolyn Blaney. You've been in the smoker with us. So until next time, adios, mofos. Adios. I'm here with the horniest man in television and show business. The horniest man in music. Monday. Oh, wow. And completely empty. Well, I mean, it's appropriate. Trying to do the show. It's like a meat sanctuary. Know where the fuck you are, stupid. I, I, I am. It's like pizza. I am a good boy. It's all that Dan Marino's fault. Everyone knows that. Dan Marino should die of gonorrhea and rot in hell. That's my, that, that's my hot meal. That, that's my hot meal.